you're now tuned in to the show. Seatbelts on, I'ma show you how we go. Mine keeps spinning, but there's nowhere to go. It's a trap door to hell, I'ma let them all know. You're now tuned in to the show. Seatbelts on, I'ma show you how we go. Mine keeps spinning, but there's nowhere to go. It's a trap door to hell, I'ma let them all know. Yeah, we about to make it all spark. Chill, cause it's ain't for the faint of heart. Taiji's the brainiac, cause he's hella smart. Travis G will tell you how it is from the start. Microphone, headphone, keeping it chill. Gun D brothers with that at home feel. So grab a drink, go and grab a meal. And lock your doors, cause it's gonna get real. Talk about sports, about comedy and food. Tune in now if you wanna know the news. Gather up your friends, tell your crew. Brace yourself, cause we roast you fools. Shout out to Johnny Goose, man, Mr. Rocha. Gundy Brothers about to take the Panocha. Go and tell, ring that bell. You are now entering the trap door to hell. You're now tuned in to the show. Seatbelts on, I'ma show you how it go. Mine keeps spinning, but there's nowhere to go. It's a trap door to hell, I'ma let them all know. You're now tuned in to the show. Seatbelts on, I'ma show you how it go. Salem Mine Hush, ladies and gentlemen. Salem Lush. <laughs> already messed it up. Already. I said to myself, I actually went back and listened to an, uh, last week's episode. A little bit. Not a lot. Um, realizing I might need to start breaking up this podcast so I could download it in full resolution. Because Anchor can't let you upload, doesn't let you upload a file past a certain amount. Mm-hmm. And... It doesn't sound as good as it sounds when we're doing it. So I, th- I think... Oh, I think that's just going to come with anything. I think that's always, like, the resolution's but always going to be more than shorter episodes. I remember in shorter episodes them being higher quality. Yeah. So, I mean, and I know I have to, you know, download them in lesser quality when I, they go super long. So, yeah, I might break this up. But anyways... Welcome back to Trapdoor to Hell. We are on to episode 84. Randy Moss episode. Randy Moss episode is right. Uh, we talked about Salem Hush and our good friend Johnny Roca. Loyal listener to the podcast. Yep. Great help. They just released a new song. They did. We, If you follow us on Facebook, you see the post. So please... Like the video, share the video. I think it's a great Go song. Go give it a listen. It's a what, great song. What did you think about it? I thought it was fantastic. I didn't expect... I, I know Johnny Roca has talked about the fact that he's like... He used to rap and stuff I've heard like some that. of his old stuff. I've never listened to any of the old stuff. And then he sent it to me. And it was like, hey, check this out. I just released this with Salem Hush. And I was like... Woke up the next morning and I fucking put that shit on. And I was like, holy shit. Johnny Roca's a pretty good rapper. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. So... Go listen and of to course, that. love love the shout out. He gave us a, a shout out on the on the song. Always does. Always um, has. Seven McRibs. Yes, you've had seven. Yes, in the last, it's been out a week, and you've had seven. Seven would have more, but I'm broke. I've had one. Yeah, which the, everybody saw, who's follows your the Facebook as well. Video. But was it a falsehood video? I don't know. Why don't you tell the people what you really think? I've been holding back, but Travis has been trying to pry it out of me all week. My real thoughts on the McRib. Because at the end of said video, uh, I had said that this thing sucks. I was not lying. That's not good. 
Did you have it with the onions and pickles? I did have it with the onions and pickles, but that not that's not my gripe. My gripe is how like rubbery the meat is. <laughs> it tasted like it tasted like a tire was just covered in like three days old barbecue sauce. <laughs> not very good. I love it. Travis loves it. I love them. You know that. Everybody knows that. I've had seven. I love them. No, uh, I remember having one like eight years ago when they were out. And I think that has to do with the fact that back then I was 12 years old and I would eat anything. I was eating anything and everything. This guy, he fucking starts eating salads for lunch and then he thinks I he's start eating better than us. Th- you're goddamn right. I do. It's disgusting that you've shoveled seven of those things down your gullet. I fucking think they're good. I'm not saying you 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 can't go out there and get a rib sandwich from a barbecue spot and McDonald's is going to beat that. But for a fast food sandwich, that thing's delicious. I think there's better things I'd rather order on a McDonald's uh, well, menu. Get fucked, pal. Nobody cares. So there we go. There's your opinion on, on the McRib that everybody's been long awaiting for. I did not lie at the end of that video. It sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was so disappointed because I was like, we've been hyping this up. We've been waiting. It just didn't live up to what I remember it. I mean, lived up to mine, so that's on you. That's nah, on the... You have the that's, issue. That's on the curator. The curator. I don't know. I'm just making up shit now. Well, we got a jam-packed show for you today. Um, you know, normal football stuff. We're heading. We're getting into the final weeks of the season. Uh, some interesting movie news today. We got a review, Mank, the Netflix movie. And then we have a surprise visitor in trivia competition between me and Tyler again. This time, themed differently. So... Yeah, I'm excited. I know the theming of it. I'm excited. I can't wait. Yeah, we uh, we, we, we just recorded. We can tell. God damn it. We just recorded okay it. Fame, dude. We know the answers. God, come on. Later Let's... in this episode, we will have that. Yep. But to start it off, we do have a little bit of baseball news. Yep. So let's get right into that. We have a few signings here. First baseman, Carlos Santana. Has signed a two-year, $17.5 million deal with the Kansas City Royals. I mean, the Kansas City Royals haven't really done much since, like, 2015, 2016, around... Or, yeah, in those in those years, uh, they've just kind of been moving horizontally. So, this, this, in my opinion, is another horizontal move. I don't see it bettering their team. I don't see it worsening their team. Travis, what's your thoughts on this deal? I'm pro. I'm think I'm on the same page as you. Uh, he's a first baseman, correct? First DH? baseman, yeah. Played uh, for the Indians. Carlos Santana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. They don't. I don't think they've had anybody like a power hitting Facebook a uh, first baseman over there in a while. Correct. The last person I can think of is Yonder Alonso, and even then, he was kind of not really that. Well, I mean. I wouldn't say it's a completely oh, lateral they had, move. They had um, Edwin Encarnacion for a year or two. But... Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a complete lateral move. My thing is, is that the guy you're getting, right? Carlos Santana, not a superstar by any standards. But past a, his prime. But past his prime, fairly still good, can still hit the ball. 
But what does he bring to the Royals team? That Royals team hasn't... Like, that's a guy you add if you just need a piece. Yeah. Like... They need a whole... They need a complete he, rebuild. He's not going to be there for a rebuild. Yeah. Maybe... Maybe him as a clubhouse guy That's uh, for the younger guys over there to kind of get the just younger that guys veteran presence. who they're bringing up to have that presence. And they go, hey, this is a guy we want you to uh, base your clubhouse mentality on. Mm-hmm. That I mean, that would be the only thing I see. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's like I said, in that case, when you think about it that way, when you think about it, it's a of who they had before, who they had before, it's not a bad signing. No. It's just, like I said, it's not lateral. You're you're not. It's just it's just not <clears throat> doing much for you're your not, ball club. You're not bettering your team on the field, but if it is in the sense of adding a veteran, then you're then you're bettering your team in the clubhouse, and that's the only way I can see that that being worth it. Uh, the Chicago White Sox have gone out and signed outfielder Adam Eaton to a one-year, seven million dollar deal. Guy knows the Chicago system. He's played with Chicago in the past. I mean, decent. We we've seen him have a hot start to this past year or this past sixty-game season uh, with Washington. He's coming back uh, uh, again. I think this is another idea of. Signing a veteran guy to get those young guys because we know that Chicago has a lot of young outfielders out there, and he could be a good uh, veteran clubhouse presence. He's he's. I think this is a lot better move. He's good for the clubhouse. There yeah. is a lot of young guys over there, but at the same token, um, he can still perform. Yeah, yeah to, he's... to a good good enough level for what the White Sox are going to use him for. He's not going to be their everyday guy. No, but what he is going to be is. Um, a filler in. He'll he be plays an off, outfield, right? Yeah, he'll be an so off day fill fill guy. He should play two thirds of the season. Yeah, he's not. He's not just you know. Okay, he's the right fielder when we need. He's not gonna play a third of the season. He's gonna get more than a half of the season. Hundred and sixty two games. He'll play probably about ninety to ninety five. Exactly. In my opinion. And those spots will be. They're glad they're getting that them filled by him for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh. And then staying with the White Sox, this was probably the biggest news to come out uh, a couple day, couple nights ago. Starting pitcher Lance Lynn, who everybody thought was going to get dealt by the Texas Rangers at the trade deadline this past season, does get dealt, but now to the White Sox for starting pitcher Dane Dunning and a prospect to be named later. So, White Sox, man, great move. Lance Lynn, we saw, had a very good season this past year. Um, I believe he's on. He was on a two-year contract last year, so it's the last last uh, year of his contract. Um, so you get him for one year. If he pans out, you have a great rotation going into this year. If not, you just eat a year on the contract and and you part ways next year. Yeah, no, it's like I said, that's that's another great move. Lance Lynn still can go out there and throw the ball for yeah. sure at a high level. Absolutely. So that's all I had on the baseball front. Oh, that was quick. Yeah, no, not too not too much. I mean, we're 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 starting to get into signings and deals going on. MLB's um, getting pretty serious about um, NL not having all time DH uh, DH this yes, year. They they were telling they were telling managers to prepare for. For not having a universal DH, so there it seems like they're going to go back to the old ways of ALDH, NL no DH. 
but nothing's been official yet. Well, they still have to do winter meetings, right? <laughs> yeah, they have to go through winter meetings and they have to they have to uh, work it out with the uh, MLBPA and all that stuff. And, yeah, I think it would be a mistake if they don't agree to do that. Yeah, I mean, we, we've just seen how well it worked out and how much everybody loved it in this 60-game season. Now, I would want to see it in a 162-game season to see how well it'll really work going And you forward. know what, dude? The people who like are like NL purists, like, oh, man, you know, the pitcher's got a bat. It's more technical, you know, managing the game with a pitcher who has to bat and stuff like that. These are the same people who still want slavery. I mean, wild statement. <laughs> wild statement. But I understand what you're saying, the joke you're trying to make. Uh, they, they are old, and you're trying to, <laughs> you're trying to grow the game. You want to grow baseball. That's all. That's you know. That's what they've all been talking about lately. Yeah. Um. And you want to reach out to the youth, and watching watching the nine hole hitter in a National League game, bump the ball every fucking every time, or striking out constantly. Stand up there. Just stand up there and look like like, like a jackass with a bat in their hand. I mean, you have you have the exception. Mad Bum was a guy who was out there hacking. Jake Arrieta, we've seen. Was another guy who would who would like to swing the bat. Those guys can still those bat. guys can still bat. They That's still the have thing. The you option. could you could still forego who the, the DH. Fuck to... is gonna put them out there. No, you're just creating more jobs and you're making the game more exciting. So I say universal DH definitely needs to be in. This place. is just like Bud Selig, right? Not known as a good guy for baseball. No, but I think that's more about what he did after the fact because. Turning a blind eye and letting everybody take steroids and having these massive home run races and shit in the fucking in 90s and then in the early 2000s was fucking awesome. Yeah. A lot of us younger guys um, now like look back on that time as like, wow, that was fucking fun to watch baseball. Yeah. Now, he kind of just it? threw everybody under the bus and fucked a lot of people over, which makes him a shitty um, commissioner based off of that. But the stuff, you know... The stuff he, he let go the on at the was, time. Baseball was never bigger. No. Uh, that that was the height of baseball right there. Uh, yeah. I mean, some people may say, you know, those same old... <laughs> the same, the same say, people who allegedly still want slavery. Might say shit like Ty Cobb and Babe Ruth, but they also didn't allow a certain race to play. <laughs> uh, Travis is making his point. Yeah. <laughs> if those people still... But, hey, if there's anybody out there... Who is who is sitting there and, and listening to this podcast going, I don't wanna I don't wanna DH in the National League. Come on to this podcast so we can get your your opinions on Abraham Lincoln Lincoln. <laughs> and the almost said, almost, almost I almost said, said Averdolph Linkler. Averdolph Linkler. <laughs> we want your opinion on Abraham Lincoln and the Emancipation Proclamation. Yeah. Alright? Yeah, I wanna we, know we what wanna you, know what your thoughts I are. I wanna know what you think about the Underground Railroad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Yeah, let's get Be on careful to... when you get loud. Move away from the mic so you don't peek too much. Well, God damn it, Travis. Well, I, just, you talk, I know. I the, was the, talking when quiet. You're at the now distance, I'm talking Exactly. High. Yeah, just, just look away from the mic when you're going to talk loud. That's one thing I've noticed when I was, you know, studying the tape on this podcast. <laughs> That's what he does. He watches the tape of us. Uh, of us Listen stuck. to the tape. Yeah. All right. No, he watches the tape. We can get, move on. Let's go on to the uh, week 13 yeah. review. Uh, before we get into Recap. it, before we get into it, a little bit of news. I figured we'd get the news out before we we get into the rundown and the predictions and all that stuff. Okay. Um, 
Cornerback A.J. Boye of the Den- Denver Broncos. Another guy who's been suspended for six weeks for PEDs. And it turns out it's th- that him... Um, who was it? Oh, God damn it. Now I'm blanking on their names. Um, Will Fuller and Bradley Roby. All three popped. All three with the same drug in their system. So they're sa- No, so they're saying that a doctor in the offseason was giving them... Uh, he trusted, they all trusted this doctor to give them the supplement uh, that they believe was not on the list, that the doctor believed was not on the on the list of banned substances. Air quotes, air yeah. quotes. All air quoted. Yeah, air quotes. Um, and so these are the three guys to get popped. So I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing more people get popped here lately. Yeah. Uh, what was the documentary that we watched? Screwball. Screwball. Watch, the, watch Screwball. Amazing documentary about steroid use, but that's a different sport. That was in baseball. That was, we just talked about Bud Selig and all them. Yep. Yep. Any other news? No, that was it for, for news. All right. Well, let's get into the recap here. So we'll start with um, our picks real quick. So Tyler goes one, two, three, and five. I went two and five this weekend. Hit the You hit on the Lions. I hit on How the did, Browns. Wait a second. Math doesn't add, add up there. If I was three and five, you'd be two and six. My bad. Sorry, I meant. I was. Hit, I was just. I didn't. Hit, I, I hit, didn't want you to confuse yourself. You hit three out of two. Or okay. You hit three out of five. So I went three. Three and, and two. two. Yes, and I'm two and three. Okay. But I didn't want you me. to get confused. I just said that weird. Yeah, you did. I didn't. Usually, I put the weekly. Actually, I never put the weekly record. I just put. I just when I, when when I was, added up. Yeah, I was when I was doing it. I was You're now 32 up. and 19. I'm 27 and 23. Pulling ahead. Um. Okay. So you hit the Lions. I hit the Browns. Those were underdogs. Favorites. Lions with a 14 uh, point comeback too. Uh, you hit the Rams as your favorite. I took the Bears. Lost. Um, Steelers lost. We went opposite uh, Bills and 49ers. I took the 49ers. You took the Bills. 49ers lost. Bills win. And then Ravens win. Cowboys lose. I took the Ravens. You took the Cowboys. All right. We'll start with the first game on Sunday. No Thursday night game. No. No Thursday night game. So the first game was the Browns taking on the Titans. 41-35 final score in the Browns' favor. This game was a blowout to begin with. Um, only Titans only came back at the end. Yeah, Cleveland came out punching. They came out swinging in the first half. Baker looked really good and uh, just took advantage of a of a not so good Titans defense. And a lot of the Titans points came in garbage time. They they were just driving late third quarter, early fourth quarter type stuff, trying to catch back up. Try, yeah, trying to play catch up as much as they can. But Cleveland, Cleveland just came out with a with a fucking. With a chip on their shoulder, I guess, trying, trying to prove that they're they're legit in this playoff this is, picture. This is the game. Now, the Titans, people are <laughs> down on the Titans. They're still 8-4. and four. They're still a good football team. Yes. Maybe not as good as a lot of people had them lined up to be at the beginning of the season, but they're still good. Now, the Browns, everybody's been like, they don't play anybody good. They don't play anybody good. This is a good matchup that the Browns needed to win as underdogs on the road to prove themselves to be playoff contenders. Mm-hmm. And they did it. And they did it, you know, in convincing, smashing. In convincing yeah. fashion. Exactly. All right, so we'll move on to the next one. 
with some implication on this. The Jets hosted the Raiders. The Raiders win 31-28 on a... <coughs> excuse me. On a Hail Mary from Derek Carr to Henry Ruggs because Mr. Heat brought the heat on, hey, on the final play of the game. Greg Williams, RIP your job, but call the cover zero on, on, a, on, a, on a last second Hail Mary play, which probably was the smartest thing he could do because the Raiders seemed like they were doing everything in their power to lose this game for some godforsaken reason. They um, sucked. They, they just they, sucked. They've looked terrible the last two weeks, which is not something you want to do when you're a when I mean preparing two, two to weeks go ag- into the playoffs. Yeah, two weeks ago you're sitting at six and six and four. You, you're looking to get into the playoffs. You're you're in the hunt. You get your fucking ass kicked in at home against a bad Falcons team, and then you go they into were, they were in Atlanta. Were they in Atlanta? I thought yes. they were at No, they Oakland, were in Atlanta. Or in Vegas. They were in Atlanta. Um, they played the Chiefs in, in Vegas oh, that's the right, week that's before right. um, and lost. Okay, so in Atlanta, you, you get your cheeks taken, and then you go to the Meadowlands, and you, you're you looking at an 0-11 Jets team at the time, and you should be thinking, okay, we need to get back on track. We need to get everything rolling again. Let's beat the shit out of this team. And they just let them, they let them in. They let them into this game this whole time. Um, Jets play hard. Jets, oh, absolutely. Jets played hard, and they played good against a and bad Greg, Raiders team. And Greg Williams gets fired for calling that cover zero, but like this is that that play is the reason they're going to get Trevor Lawrence at the end of this at the uh, in the draft. Yeah, because if they lose, but you can't if, keep Greg Williams after doing that. No matter oh, no. no matter what. Well, the problem is they need to completely restaff that team. Exactly. Everybody needs to get rid of. Yeah. Uh, and I guess if you're going to start somewhere, you could start with Greg Williams, but like everybody needs to go. And, and I'm watching the play back too. Like <clears throat> when the play happened, I completely thought like watch Derek Carr fuck up so many times in this situation when he's just got to, all you got to do is lay the ball up, man, get the ball out. And he climbs the pocket and then he holds onto it for too long and it fucking, uh, a defender sticks his arm out. Bats it out of his hand. Shit happens all the time. The Jets actually would have been successful on this play if the safety. Did you watch the safety in the backfield? I did. I couldn't tell you what he looked. The he was safety doing. hesitated. Oh, fuck. his job isn't even. And then came. And then came up, but he didn't even run full bore into the pocket. He was still playing back like he was spying Derek Carr. <laughs> but he <laughs> that had, just doesn't make but sense. But when Derek Carr climbed the pocket. He was right there. He was, yeah. but if he would have left and he would have, you know, hopped on his assignment and went and got him earlier, I think that ball gets batted down. Oh, at I wouldn't least. be. I wouldn't be surprised. And like you were saying, like they were getting. But so But that's much, a whole bunch of what ifs. You're getting so much pressure on him. Like it was in the moment. It wasn't the worst decision in the world. Like hindsight is always twenty twenty. So like looking back and going, oh, they called a cover zero blitz. With, this was with a, no time left. So this is the difference. Is this is dumb as shit for an NFL team that's trying to win. Like the people on the field are trying to win. Oh, absolutely. The owners are not. The owners may not, but the people on the team are trying to win. This is something I would do if I were playing Madden in this situation. And, and I you go, just didn't give a and fuck. And I go, I go. You know what? I'm gonna win with my fucking balls on the table. Exactly. I'm gonna put this motherfucker down for the count. That's how this went. This that's how I would call it. 
Yeah, no, but, I, I And agree. you live with, but that's just that you just turn off the video game. Yeah, like. <laughs> this, is, this is real life. This is your job. This is your job. You don't make that call. That's the only issue. Um, Darren Waller goes the fuck off, too. Darren yards. Waller was fucking fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. So, let's move on to the next one. The Vikings hosted the Jaguars. Mike Glennon, again, with another close game. But the Vikings hold on to win. Did this one go to overtime? It did go to this overtime. This one went to overtime. 27-24 Vikings. On yeah. the heels of a couple uh, bad kicks from their from their kicking team. Um, I believe it's Dan Bailey over there in Minnesota. Missed missed at, at the last second for Minnesota. I can't, I'm not going to remember the Jacksonville kicker's name, but he also missed in overtime to give Minnesota the ball back. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the hell. This this had to be the ultimate trap game for Minnesota, cause, but Jacksonville stayed in games the last couple weeks. It, it, I think they're just a trap game for everybody. Like You got Jacksonville on the, on the, on the schedule. You got to be thinking, oh, this could be a trap game for us, the way they've been playing. Because they're not, like you said, no team is playing to lose. Like they're they're always gonna go out there and try, mm-hmm. but these guys are given like a hundred and thirty percent effort. Yeah, I I don't understand, don't understand it, but I don't have to. I don't play in the NFL. All right, the Bengals went to Miami to play the Dolphins, and Tua started this game, not Fitzmagic, and the Dolphins win nineteen to seven. Game was a lot closer than you than it should have been. Gasecki does well. Uh, um, what's his name is back for the Dolphins. The running back. Miles Gaskin, Gaskin comes back in his first game, does pretty well. Um, just not a, no, There's not a whole lot of offense for Miami in this game. That's the issue. And the Bengals, fortunately, they don't have Joe Burrow, so this is what you get. Yeah, uh, Tyler Boyd and Xavier Howard get into it right before halftime, and they get thrown out of the game for... Like I've seen a lot worse yeah. fly by in the NFL, yeah. but it's not like that was gonna really make a difference for any for for the scoring of this. Brandon Allen has just looked atrocious for Cincinnati, and I think the Dolphins were just, you know, get up to get up a score and just coast. How about that hit on the fucking punt returner? The, on the, oh, on that's the, that's on the right. Miami that was, Dolphins. That punt, was this game. On the Miami but, Dolphins punt returner. And and Brian Flores went out there, and he like he well, was everybody, take, went, everybody out went out there. And Brian Flores went out there like he was gonna take some some Bengals. Three down ejections. With him. Three more ejections came after that. Real fucking chippy game. I mean, that was that's such a fucking flagrant. I mean, luckily he didn't. I think I think the Bengals guy was like. Was making the play because he's the gunner. He goes out there and he's running and he just peels off the block. You can see he's getting ready to catch the ball. So I mean, he's got to be thinking. He's trying to time that head up perfect because you know if you if you hit him as soon as he ca- as soon as he catches that ball, you hit him hard enough that ball's popping out. He goes, I'm gonna and he for he put his shoulder right to his gut where he should have. Yeah, and he hit him hard. It's just his timing was way off and he was probably thinking to himself, I'm gonna be either a hero. Or, or a not villain. a very much like guy, but fuck it, I'm on the Bengals. Why not? Yeah. And um, so he became the villain in that scenario. I mean, it is what it is, basically. But, I, th- I think. I, I th- mean, he could have done a whole lot worse if he really wanted. This, if he really wanted to do it maliciously, he could have done a whole lot worse. If if the whole thing between Tyler Boyd and Xavier Howard didn't happen earlier in the game. It doesn't blow up as much as it did. Oh, I don't know. I know, no, I know they're gonna get chippy, but I don't think we're gonna see it 
as bad. Because there was a lot of fists there drawn. Because the whole the well, whole sidelines, so uh, both sidelines came to came at each other. Yeah, and there was a big thing. I saw a coach get knocked to the ground. I, was, I thought you were going to bring that up. Already. Yeah, he got punched in the face. He got I was straight up. They showed the out. replay of it, and the, the, he comes up, and somebody on Miami like puts his hand. The coach puts his hand in the guy guy's face, and he just fucking throws an uppercut, and he hits the deck. I thought it was hilarious. Anyways, yeah. So Dolphins keep winning. That's good for them. The Colts hosted the Texans. Uh, the Colts get to win 26-20. This is because of a goal line fumble. Right? Goal line or red zone? Red zone fumble. I don't I think don't, it was on I the goal line. I don't remember. Yeah, the very end of the game. Texans were driving down the field, and there was a fumble at the very end that the Colts recovered, and they just uh, knelt it out for time to finish. Who coughed it up? I don't even remember this play. I can't remember exactly if it was a... Um, if it was a bad snap or if it was on Deshaun Watson, but it was right there. It was right at, it was at the snap where the, where the fumble occurred. Hmm. Uh, you, you hate to see it. I mean, the Colts we've seen have been letting a, they're, they're a good team. We've seen that they're, well, they're a decent team. We've seen that. We've seen their offense will do just enough to win ball games. And their defense has been good enough. Uh, to hold some teams, but as of lately, like ever since their bye week, they've been letting a lot of bad teams clo- come in close with them, and Houston is one of those teams to where they're just not playing very well. Well, well, the Texans beat the Patriots. <clears throat> yeah, but are we really counting the Patriots as a good team? I have no idea what to count over there. At least you know when you count when you count that, you can say a team's not that good. But anytime you beat a Bill Belichick team. And you're, they have something. And, and you're, quote-unquote, a bad team, there's something. you got right? something to build on. Exactly. All right, we'll move to another close game. The Lions go to Chicago to play the Bears. The Bears lose this late 34-30 Lions favor. Yeah, this came off that it was a 14-point comeback in the fourth quarter. And that just has to do with the fact that the Bears' offense is so bad, and we've said this probably for eight weeks now. Bears' offense is so bad, they're wearing out their defense, and at the end of games, their defense can't close out. I said at the beginning of the season, I said if they don't fix the offense, the defense will stop playing as hard. They have to conserve their energy for four quarters, and the way to do that is to play loose early. Yeah. You either play loose early or you... you, you play tight early and you threaten and you have what happened with Detroit. Like they played them, they played them tough early. And then later on they were, they were gassed and Detroit ended up uh, coming back big on them. And then mid, I mean, they're out, hold on too, without Kenny Galladay, without Kenny Galladay and without, uh, uh, Deandre Swift as well in there in the backfield. Um, and this is a team we saw last week put up like seven points. And I believe the week prior put it, putting up nothing. They, they they have not had very good uh, play without Kenny Galladay and DeAndre Swift. Uh, and then the Bears offense, they're just going to be atrocious all year, the rest of the year. Mitch Trubisky, They get the obvi- running game going a little bit with David, David Montgomery. Montgomery. starting to figure it out. But, but I, mean, it's I, I chalked that up to a bad Lions it's defense Lions, more than yeah. anything. He did, the, he did it against Green Bay, too. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, Trubisky and Nick Foles just aren't it. They're... they're there, it's it's ridiculous. I feel bad for Bears fans all over the place. You Tyler had Kiyahi, you... I had to I had to put you on do not disturb because of all the text messages you were sending me today. Just just throwing that out there. He was sending you text messages. You you want to see what he? Uh, 
uh, sorry this is coming in the middle of football talk, but he sent me, it started off, janitor, and then uh, a link to a janitor at, at Sportsman Warehouse, sales associate, link to a sales associate, crew team member, server, freight receiving, cleaner. He sent me 12 jobs today. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. All right. Yeah, no, so the Bears are done. Yeah, I, I mean, you had to think Nick Foles wasn't going to be your guy when the Jacksonville Jaguars decided to start Gardner Minshew over, over him. him. Yeah. After they paid him. And yep. the Bears just openly took his contract. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's fucking ri- It's ridiculous. I was going to say retarded. Okay, you said it anyways. <laughs> I don't know why I paused. Um, the Saints. Travis starting to grow a heart by filtering himself, but then <laughs> immediately, immediately rips himself. his own heart Immediately out. docks myself. Uh, the Saints went to Atlanta to play the Falcons off the win of the Raiders. The Saints win 21-16. Not much here to talk about. No, not at all. Let's go on to the next one. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, for real, like, everybody saw this coming. We we saw this Saints This is a typical Saints-Falcons game. Yeah, yeah. We saw it literally, like, I think it was two weeks ago when they played, and it was basically the same thing. Yeah. Um, all right, the Giants... If anybody wants to hear our thoughts on this game, go back to two weeks ago when the Saints played the Falcons. The Giants host, uh, or went to Seattle to play the Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks couldn't get any offense rolling. They lose this game 17-12. Dude, Colt McCoy is the god. Giants defense... I don't know what the fuck... Giants defense is for real good, bro. Is, is it? for real good, yes. Is it, though? Mm-hmm, yes. Or, or did Seattle just... Was this a trap game? No, 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 no. Giants defense is for real good, and it's a trap game a little. I think it's. I think it's. But their defense is good. I think their defense is all right. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going good yet. Who did they play the week before? I don't. You got a Giants schedule on you? Hold on. Let me. Let me see. Do I I have a? Yeah. Let me pull it out of my wallet. (laughs) (laughs) Travis, if anybody out there is wondering, Travis does have a calendar of the Giants' 2020 schedule on his wall. It's it's kind of wild, but you know, I don't judge him. Let's see. All right, they played Cincinnati. Why is it not giving me the score of this? I wonder if I can buy a big, a big printable like like instead of like a actual calendar for like your days it's just weeks in the nfl <laughs> so <laughs> week one it shows all the games i just flip it over so i could just really quick reference it and go giants last week they played that'd be pretty that'd be pretty sick i don't know why it's not pulling up like i pulled it up and then it, their schedule and it didn't didn't give me the scores of it i gotta go to the week 12 in the nfl they played the Bengals. They gave up. They gave up more points to the Bengals than they did to trap game. It was a Seattle. trap game for the Giants against the Bengals. Well, you shut the fuck. I'm just. I'm just saying. I. I I'm gonna pause the brakes on saying they're a, a a legit defense. Gave up 17 points to the Eagles, and we know how bad the Eagles. That's have a been. divisional game. That is oh a divisional God. game. I'm gonna have to keep going, aren't I? Huh. Right. Week nine. 20 oh this is another fucking how many divisional games do these fucking people play oh they kept the rams to 17 are they They, just giving up 17 points to everybody what's going on here steelers scored 26 on them okay 
the Bucks gave up twenty or they gave up twenty five to the Bucks on prime time. That's just saying. Bad. Just saying. I don't know if I'm going a, a good defense just yet. Okay. Give me another week. All right. Give me another week. And Daniel Jones is supposed to come back. Daniel Jones is supposed to come back. I don't know what that has to do with our defense. but Daniel jo- Daniel Well, the, de- the offense should be more efficient. I don't know. Colt McCoy looked pretty good. I'll smack the shit out of you. <laughs> the Cardinals hosted the Rams in Arizona. Second game in Arizona this weekend. Or the first one. One of two. One of two. for The Rams win 38-28 kind of call it saw this one coming the Cardinals on a full tilt downward spiral I think you said it like two weeks ago that Arizona this is about the time Arizona decides like we figure out is Arizona for real or not I did say that nine times out of ten they're not exactly and and so I think we're really starting to see that and we're also seeing the Rams looking at a division that's kind of up in the airs right now up in the air right now um up in the air great movie up in the air Around the World in 90 Days. Also a good movie. 80 Days. No. I like the book Around the World in 30 Days. <laughs> Written by Travis Gunderson. Great story. All right. Keep it going. Um, yeah. So I think the Rams are, are showing, proving that they're going to be serious playoff contenders. Think so too, Tyler. I yep. think so too. Nicole, well, if, I... you're, if you're listening to this part, I know you still have that book. If you can, like, just send us a picture of it or something. Have ta- Actually, send us a video of Taddy Mason reading, reading the book. Reading it, reading it, yeah. That'd be amazing. Yeah. All right, all right. The Patriots uh, blow out the Chargers 45-0. Before, the, before this week happened, Anthony Lynn told his team, basically hang him up. Which we didn't know about. Didn't know about Because that. I remember last week, you thought the Patriots were going to beat the Chargers, or the, you thought the Chargers were going to beat the Patriots this week. I thought after losing the week before the Chargers, that, that is, that them being at home and the Patriots having, uh, you know, bad, pretty bad defense, that the Chargers would put up a good fight. I think, I thought they were going to squeak it out. And then know. they got blown out 45 to nothing. I mean, it's just absolutely, absolutely ridiculous what but happened. i i mean i don't think anthony i don't think those guys were actually giving up on the field i think belichick was able to draw no i know i think anthony lynn gave up on well, trying sure. on trying to on trying to coach at, a, at, at any higher of a level but let's be real here if anthony lynn gave up don't you think the team would get a little better i don't know I mean, uh, he needs everybody's calling for his head already. He's bad. And he's, what's he's wild, bad with play. He, he he can he can run the team well. He has besides this game, he scores points. He stays in the game. He just coaches himself out of the games by through da- bad time uh, time management management exactly. He has to know he's on the hot seat, right? Like everybody's talking about how Anthony Lynn should be on the hot seat. Yeah. Why would you go and tell your team, "Hey, let's hang him up"? <laughs> and week, I don't know exactly what 13. the quote, quote was, but it was basically that. Yeah. But like, even like, why? If you're on the hot seat, why are you not motivating your team to win? Why are you not going out and buying watermelons and smashing them in the locker room? I mean, Mike McCarthy. Some style. people are saying Mike McCarthy is a hundred times better coach <laughs> than, than Anthony than Lynn. Anthony Lynn. Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, yeah. So that's that game. The Packers hosted the Eagles. Packers win thirty sixteen. Kind of what we expected here. Aaron Rodgers does well. Aaron Jones does well. Eagles suck. Eagles suck. But Jalen we do Hurst get came. Jalen Hurts coming in and in the third quarter he started to take some snaps and then they just announced in the fourth quarter he's going to be the starter for the rest of the game, which was amazing. Looks good. 
because this get the score was like twenty four to seven at the time or twenty four to like three. Yeah. He was able to put some points up yeah. on the board. Yeah. Got the team really energized. It looked like they were really playing harder in that when when he came into the game. And so Doug Peterson. When you comes, say harder, do you mean more erect? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, just just erect erect penises all over the The opposite field. of dysfunction. Yeah, yeah. Carson Wentz is on the field and like everybody on the team has to take a Viagra. Yeah. Just like they, they should call him Chad Ochocinco. They all go into those bathtubs right next to each other. <laughs> exactly. If, one second, real quick ver- ver- <laughs> veer off. If those people are taking those, right? They're usually older couples to take them so they can do sexy time with each other. Viagras? No, yes. I don't think it's a Viagra commercial. I think it's like extends or no. <laughs> But you know the commercial I mean, I'm talking about, I mean, right? it extends it. You know the commercial I'm talking about, right? I think I know. Yeah. yeah. It's it's for that. Yeah. Like, if they're so horny, why are there two different bathtubs? Did never, never even thought about that. Uh, I just wanted... Yeah, I just blew for your mind. For some reason, when you first brought up, you know, they're all sitting in, the, in those bathtubs, in my head I was like... Well, yeah, all those dudes sitting in those ice baths, of course they're not hard around each other. I couldn't. I could not keep an erection in the locker room during high school. It's ridiculous. If they, anybody had gym to, class, they used Travis. to call me the towel boy. Not because I would. Because you were snatching everybody's towels. Not, not because. No, no, no. Not because I was handing out the towels for them to dry off with. But when they were done drying off, you could hang them on my hog. <laughs> All right, uh, the next game was the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Denver Broncos. This was the Sunday night game. Um, the Chiefs get the win, 22-16. Uh, Travis, what's your thoughts with that thing on your... What was that? This is the Chiefs game? I don't know. It's a headband. I don't know how it got in my pocket. The Chiefs game, right? Um, yes, Tyree the Kansas Hill, City game. We're Tyree not Hill the caught that anymore. ball. He did at, 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 at halftime. Yeah, he caught that ball. They didn't throw the flag. Oh, well, they were going to win this game. I mean, anytime you watch the Chiefs play, it's basically like, when do they turn it on and end this? When do they they start putting it in, in in Adam Gase's words, overdrive, hyperdrive. Hyperdrive, dude. God damn. I was going to say hyperdrive, and then I was like, no, that's Star Wars. That's not Adam Gase. That's hyperspace. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) <laughs> all right anyway, i thought yeah, i was so, thinking it was gonna be like uh and uh brock osweiler was back no that's not his name <laughs> drew law drew law same guy you you knew that wasn't his name when you started that because you looked at me before you said that like you, you gave you glanced over like i'm gonna say something funny <laughs> just for all the people out there for a little peel back the curtain Travis did not actually mess up Brock Osweiler and Drew Locke. We're off the rails here. <laughs> I, we haven't given an actual like <laughs> outlook on a game since we talked about the Giant Seahawks. That's like five games ago. I gave you outlook on those on those erectile dysfunction pills. <laughs> oh man, go on to Monday's games. Go and do erectile dysfunction. The Steelers get their undefeated snap. Undefeated season snapped by the Washington football team. 20, We'd like to twenty three seventeen, and I, I first of all, I'd like to apologize. <laughs> we, on behalf of Trapdoor would like to apologize for that jinx uh, to any Steelers fan super, that's listening. Super jinx the Steelers. If anybody was listening and they 
heard us talk about the Steelers are going to go undefeated. <laughs> we broke down every matchup going forward. Like, there's no way in hell they lose any of these games. They got a they chip should, on their shoulder. They should have just absolutely went, oh, they're definitely winning or losing their next game. Oh, my Should have put the house on Washington. <laughs> the, the house. If you listen to this. Bet the house. Yeah. When we make bold statements like that, you gotta. You gotta fade us. <laughs> it's like my Super Bowl picks. What I don't even know who Last I Last year was the Cowboys. Oh, that's right. Then this year was the Niners and the Ravens. Tough. Tough outlook. <laughs> I know, right? Okay, speaking of the Niners... We the didn't Ni- even give any input on that last game, but just keep going. Just keep going. Football team won. Oh, no, I want to talk about Alex Smith's leg. Oh, dude, bloody sock game. I immediately, when I thought about, when I saw that happen, I immediately thought of how Dominic didn't... Dominic Hobson from Curveballs and Chair Shots. Shout out Curveballs and Chair Shots. Cheese comes on for trivia later. But remember when Dominic didn't know... What what was it? He called blo- it. He called it the bloody the bloody uh, finger, finger game. The bloody finger game from uh, not John Lester. Why am I fucking? No, up? he said Kurt Schilling. Kurt Schilling, yeah. But right. he had the name right, and then I went to go correct him when we talked about this, and I gave the wrong name, but the right bloody blood. I was yeah, like, it's dude, Kurt Schilling's bloody sock. Who game. did I say? I think I... Uh, Jonathan Papelbon. I did not say Jonathan Papelbon. It was... Ted... Wakenfield. Tim Wakenfield. I think I said, like, Car- I thought I think I said Carrie Collins' bloody sock game. You mean Carrie Wood? Carrie Wood. Uh, Carrie Collins is the quarterback. We have gone into the inception of names here. I might have said the Carrie Underwood <laughs> bloody soft game. Oh, shit. Okay, what was the next game? Uh, <laughs> the 49ers and the Bills in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> the second of two games in Arizona I'm, this weekend. I feel like I should be on a weed gummy right now, but if I were, if you were to read me that sentence and I was, and I was high right now, I'd be so confused. The Niners taking on the Bills. In Arizona. <laughs> in the second of the game. <laughs> the second game. of game. Which you said from the weekend, but Monday is not a weekend. I, so. count, I count, when it's NFL season, I count everywhere from Thursday to Monday as the NFL weekend. Okay, so then the Ravens and Cowboys game didn't happen this past weekend? <laughs> Exception. <laughs> Inception. <laughs> Can we talk about this game? Contraception. Um, yeah, the Bills, Bills, Josh Allen making a push for his MVP uh, nods. I think Donnie said it perfect when he said, usually you control the game by running the ball. Josh Allen just did it by throwing it wherever he wanted to. And that's... <laughs> but Okay. I don't know how that's said perfectly, but okay. I, th- I think that's because I think that's exactly how it happened. It's exactly what you can do when you have that much talent on the field. Deggs, John... Uh, John Brown was not on the field. Cole Beasley was. Yeah, I know. I messed that up. Gabriel Davis was also another receiver. Dawson Knox was their tight end. Yeah. And Josh Allen was on the field. He caught one one to himself. I feel like they didn't control time of possession with the run game. This this game was because they tried to do... Well, no, the the Bills. No, 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 because the Niners defense. 
Well, no, I, I mean, the defense was good, but I think Devin Singletary and Zach Moss were having trouble controlling the football as well. They had a couple fumbles, not even not even forced by Niners players. Zach Moss fumbled one from a handoff from Josh Allen. Uh, Devin Singletary uh, had popcorn before the game, and it just slipped out of his hands at one point. Um, Gotta love that pregame popcorn. Popcorn and Diet Coke, just like uh, Joey Diaz said in, the, said in the longest yard. Is that Joey Diaz? Was that mm-hmm. his character? That's Joey Diaz. <laughs> I just, I, I literally... Kettle it, corn. He says kettle corn. It literally just clicked in my head as I was saying that, that so that was actually Joey, Joey Diaz. Hey, you motherfucker. <laughs> Which you we, fucking cocksucker. Yeah, we can't talk about Joey Diaz. He's canceled. Don't forget. Never forget. Actually, Joe, you, can't cancel, you, can't, you can't You can't cancel him because no. he won't let it happen. You can't cancel Uncle Joey. Come on out. Yeah. All right, on to the Tuesday night game. Yeah. The Cowboys uh, took on Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. Ravens win 34-17. There's nothing much about this game. Yeah, the Cowboys, this is only really important for anybody for fantasy football. And we have a podcast about that. Trap. (laughs) (laughs) What's our podcast for for fantasy football, Travis? Points and doinks. Not Trap Jordan. Trap Jordan Hell presents points and doinks. Also, Curveballs and Jared Shots presents points and doinks, too. Stop talking so fast. Yeah, slow it down, buddy. I, I don't know how to slow myself down sometimes. I can tell. You get, ex- like you you get excited. Bolt. You just get excited. You get real happy. My brain. This is a problem because I'm re- fairly good just, at... Just cut any everything else. I'm fairly good at <laughs> My writing... My brain. This is the problem. End podcast. I'm fairly good Bye. at writing stories. I used to write stories a bunch. Very good in like... <laughs> English yeah, we talked. We talked about one of them around the world in thirty days. I used to write like, like good stories. I love creative writing and stuff like that. But my brain works too fast, faster than my mouth or my head can do it. Yeah, your brain works faster than your head. My mouth or my hand. You said you said my brain works faster than my mouth or my head can do it. My bad. Well, it's your, to, it's well, your brain yeah, moving to too fast hand. again. I know. So sorry, oh my sorry God. if I lose you guys, but that is week we lost, thirteen in we the NFL. Lost, we lost these guys when we started talking about the Patriots game, and we started talking about Viagra's. <laughs> That's when we lost the audience. <laughs> I love it. Nowhere else can you get that kind of that in-depth. kind of in depth. Were you just gonna ride my coattails? <laughs> I set that up for you to finish it. Yeah, but I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> that kind of in-depth analysis, Travis. I couldn't think of the word. Me neither. That's why I was hoping you would pick it up. <laughs> this is terrible. Give me out of here. <laughs> now Bye. Let's, now oh, shit. Let's, let's go to a, to a part where we pick games. <laughs> Our brains don't work to talk, but let's go ahead and pick some games this week. Yep. I'm going right back to the well. Cleveland Browns are underdogs. I'm taking Travis. We have to pick the Thursday Fuck night game. <laughs> Thursday God. night football. God damn it, dude! He for he completely <laughs> forgot the format of the podcast. The Patriots go to stay in L.A., but they're facing the Rams there. Yes, they are staying the week in L.A. Okay. So, Ty, who do you got here? I'm actually going to go Rams are favored by five points. I'm going to go with... It doesn't matter for this segment, but... I'm going to go with... Okay, thank you. I thought you were going to cut me off again. Patriots! Patriots are going to win this game. I think Bill Belichick has Sean McVay's number, and we've seen it ever ever since the Super Bowl. All right. Rams. 
Rams. Rams. Okay. Well, I can't take the Browns because that game. Why not? That game's Monday night. We're going to pick that regardless. Oh, I fucking I hate you, dude. I fucking hate <laughs> what? you. What? The fact that you were just going to jump right into it with a Monday night pick. <laughs> Knowing damn well. Knowing damn well we had to pick that game anyway. That's my bad. That's my bad, cuz. Yes. yes, that is your bad. <laughs> That's my bad, cuz. Uh, I don't even know. Um. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go now. Here we go now. Are you gonna pick your your team? <laughs> <laughs> I've got two dogs here. All right. Which one are you? Which one are you taking? Are you taking the Giants or the Redskins? I mean the. Whoa! <laughs> fucking cut the podcast now. <laughs> are you taking now. the football team or the Giants? Were I, any of those two yours? I didn't even look at those as underdogs yet. Wow. Okay, what, which one of those are you going to take? Because I feel like you were going to ask me which one and you were going to take the other one. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to do. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, already, I'm going to take... I'm going to take the Giants. Okay. All right. That's your underdog. That's my underdog. I'm going to go with the Minnesota Vikings as my underdog. Going out on a limb on this one. Kinda you know, I always there. accidentally misspell Vikings, putting a C before the K. <laughs> the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> yeah, I know. I always do it, but I didn't do it this time. It was amazing. Good job, Travis. Good job. Um, Who did you say your your underdog was? The Giants. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go with the favorites of the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> no. <laughs> No. Had to do it. You did it to me last week, so eat my ass. Yeah, but it didn't work for me. <laughs> exactly. Always it's gonna be... work it's gonna work for me. It's gonna piss me the fuck off. Who are the Vikings play? <laughs> the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> now you're just trying too hard. I'm not even trying. I'm gonna take I'm only crying. Uh-huh. I'm gonna take uh I'm gonna take the Texans. All right. That'll bite me in the ass. All right, All right. I'm going with the Browns, so you no, can't no, take no, them. No, 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 I'm taking the Browns regardless. Shit. Okay, then I want to go Ravens. I want to fade you. I th- when we were talking about it earlier this week, you said you like the Ravens still. Was when I did we talk to somebody about- else about this? We have not <laughs> talked about this this week. I mean, maybe I was talking to somebody else. This could be my bad for sure. It's definitely your bad because I haven't talked about this week's slate of games yet. I usually don't talk- start talking about it until the podcast. Okay. All right. Well, let's do the next stuff. Movies. Movie talk. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do it. <laughs> what do you mean, do it? Do it. All right. Just oh, no, not it. again. Just do it. Just do it. All right, let's get into movies. Just do it all. Who all sings right. that song? I, I can't even re- I don't even remember what song you were singing, and you, you just sang it, it two seconds ago. Yeah. <laughs> just do it. Just do it. Oh, that would be the it. Black Eyed Peas. Will I Am, dude. <laughs> Goat. All right, we got some trailers. We got some trailers. The first trailer is The Marksman. Did you see the trailer for this? No, I missed it. What was it, it is, about? It is starring, and I'm blanking on his name now, and I'm... Oh my god. Henry Cavill. No. No, 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 no. Philip no. Seymour Hoffman from He's... The Grave. <laughs> they actually did the CGI thing where they brought him back in CGI. Liam Neeson. D.H. Will Smith. <laughs> Liam... D.H. Liam Neeson. 
No, it's definitely a okay, Liam, Liam Neeson. Neeson. All right. Uh, he is living in Texas or on the border of, of Mexico. Uh, he was a former Marine. That's called Texaco. Okay. He's a former Marine, and one day while out riding around, he why know, aren't they ever stumbles former upon Navy? I don't know. Stumbles upon uh, two illegal immigrants crossing the border. Yeah, he fucking kills them, doesn't he? <laughs> no, uh, actually, the cartel is after these two people, and so he tries to get away. So he marksmans the cartel. He, he shoots at the cartel. He kills one of them. Uh, he takes the kids in with, or the kid and, and the mom in with him. Who oh, the, you didn't mention it was sorry, a kid and a mom. Sorry, it was a kid and a mom. This is an American sniper. This is not. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, the mom ends up dying. In, we see this in the trailer. Uh, so it's Liam Neeson protecting the kid. He has a particular set of skills. <laughs> he has a particular he? set of skills. That should be interesting. No. it Like, I kind of made it sound better. It doesn't look that good. Yeah, it didn't say, I mean. Liam Neeson movies are like 43. Did you just try to say Liam Neeson? <laughs> That's the worst combo of people ever. Somebody who's a racist and somebody who wants to take away your rights. Which one is which? Just kidding. Kevin, <laughs> Gavin Newsom not trying to take away our rights. But that's a whole nother thing. Um, and then we have another trailer. American Skin. This is a new Spike Lee joint. I don't think you saw this trailer either. Fuck, where did I miss these at? I, 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 the Marksman they talked about on LCB but didn't post it on Twitter. And then American Skin was actually sent to me by Big Daddy. Dang. He sent this this trailer to me. This is and starring... you don't send him to me? How am I supposed to? Big Daddy didn't send it to me. I thought, uh, you're Mr. I get all my moves. You gotta look at multiple sources. You I'm miss su- all this stuff. I mean, I'm surprised I missed it on Twitter. I usually don't. Um... It wasn't really talked about though, so I like the only the only place I saw it was when Big Daddy sent it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but this movie is starring Jamie Fox. It follows a it follows Jamie Fox, whose son gets murdered by a police officer in New Orleans. Uh, they didn't say the city, but honest to God, it might be in New Orleans, Go ahead, or at least going. in Louis Louisiana. Uh, so yeah, his son gets gets killed. While on a traffic stop, they get they got pulled over, and he pulled out his phone, and the guy the cop shot him, and it's and it's oh it, <laughs> that was caught on the mic, Travis. I hope you know that. Nope, nobody heard nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, so it follows Jamie Fox looking to get revenge on those police on the police force. Travis, give your real honest thoughts. I think this is a dumb premise for a movie. And why do you think that? Because this happens in real life. Okay, so you think real life events are bad premises for movies. So every war movie... Pearl Harbor. Every war movie, bad. Bad you know, cinema. American Sniper, you think, is a bad movie. Yeah, that wasn't real. Chris Kyle was absolutely a real person. The only part of that that was real was when that guy was trying to help killed him. I'm just trying to get you to oust yourself on here. Oust myself? <laughs> oust. Um, um, oust myself. <laughs> yeah, wrong wrong race. Yeah. We can't talk like that, dude. This is the beginning of the Jewish holiday. Did Hanukkah start? No idea. You think I fucking knew well, that? Well, then why did you say that? I can say whatever I want. I'm this excited. is my podcast. 
Our podcast. This is a, a more podcast. Can you move on to the next one? I don't really have anything to say about that movie. All right, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a good movie. I like Jamie Foxx's uh, portrayal. I think he's gonna do a great job. Uh, next bit of news here. Just remember, I like Just Mercy. Okay. That's why I think you'll. <laughs> I think. I think if you were to watch this movie, I think you'll actually like it. Okay, maybe. Um, Alfred Molina and Charlie Cox are reportedly set, and just basically everybody. Anybody, this is the shit we talked about with Spider Verse. Yes, the, uh, the it's coming to light. So Charlie Cox though is the Netflix actor for the Daredevil series. So now they're trying to say Daredevil's going to be in this movie. So that means Kingpin's next. This is ridiculous, dude. This is getting out of hand. Like I, I was excited. Not, I have they. I seen that post of when uh, Doc Ock. From the Spider-Man, the what's his name? Uh, uh, what's Alfred his? Molina. Alfred Molina turns into him, and he gets like kills all those doctors and shit. It's fucking awesome. You want to rewatch those movies t- soon? The Spider-Man movies? Um, I would be down. You don't seem too excited. Well, I'm. I'm like. I was so excited for the Spider-Man three movie when when like the little bit uh, little bit of everything was coming out there. Like, oh, they they might get Tobey Maguire. And then Andrew they, Garfield. And then, and then they said, "Well, no, it was like Tobey Maguire." I was like, "Sick!" Then they said, "Benedict Cumberbatch is gonna be it." I was like, "Awesome! This is gonna be good. They're gonna they're gonna like go into different universe." They said Andrew Garfield. I was like, "All right, cool." But now they're talking about like everybody's gonna be coming in. I think that's awesome. I think it's too much. I think you're. I think they're, I think I think they're gonna have too much, and it's just. Not, I don't think so. And they're not gonna be able to tell a good cohesive story. I think you're wrong. I think it's gonna take away from it. I think you're completely wrong. I think it's gonna be just like uh, what Rise of Skywalker was. It's gonna be way too much fan service. I don't. See, I don't see him doing that. I'm sorry. I just. I, nah. They're, they. I mean, they've already successfully did the Avengers. Years ago, people would think that would be too much, and they did that fantastically. Years ago, they tried to. Yeah, Years but ago, they yeah, tried but to... for for that, it took them how long to set that up? They've been setting up while while they're doing all this other stuff. They're basically setting up the multiverse and the spider. Well, no, I understand that, but I just feel like unloading it all, like all of this, into one movie is going to be too much. I don't think so. Think you're wrong, pal. We'll see. I hope I, I'm. I hope I'm wrong. This is one of those where I'll say it, and he was and I awesome. Really hope and I'm he wrong. was awesome as Alfred uh, Molina was awesome as Doc Ock. Oh, absolutely. So that was cool. Absolutely. Uh, this next movie, potential movie review coming here. It's called The Recipe for Seduction. I don't know if you've heard about this. Travis has definitely heard about this. No, Lifetime and KFC. Which I never thought I would like. What say, a combo! What a combo! I Can't even the, get that combo. I can what, what are those circle charts called? Pie chart. The, no, that's that's one circle and then Venn the diagram. The, the Venn diagram. I want to see the via Venn diagram of people who watch Lifetime movies. People who and love people KFC. Who love KFC. What's in the middle? What's in the, who, what's in recipe the recipe for seduction is in the middle. I think it's um, uh, extremely butch lesbians. Okay. Okay, um, this is starring. I could have called them dykes, uh, and then you just go and do it. Okay. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I, I, feel, I feel like that's that's wrong. I said the correct term. Yeah, but you didn't have to. You didn't even have to bring them up in general. 
Well, that's the middle of the Venn diagram. <laughs> no, you could have literally went a million different directions. Well, you could have put anything in the middle of that Venn diagram. Precious is mom. <laughs> there you go. Precious. But that's racist well, that's against ra- black people. That's racist now. God damn it, Travis. I told you. <laughs> anyways. Why your mind? Uh, anyways, uh, explain to the people what this movie is. I couldn't even do it if I tried. I think you have a better grasp on what this movie is. Um, so I believe it's supposed to be sort of telenovela, soap opera, but they basically made Mario Lopez Colonel Sanders <laughs> in a modern day time. So that's that. That's that. <laughs> I just had to bring it up. Just the fact, and I love the name "Recipe for Seduction." No, we're watching it. Oh, absolutely. I don't know if we're gonna review it. It will, but be we watched. will talk about it next week. It will be watched. It will be watched, and we will talk about it. Yes, we'll do it right after Mandalorian. Yes. Uh, Sony is moving forward with a Metal Gear Solid movie with Oscar Isaac as the lead. Don't really care, just because I never played those games. Yeah, I love not that I didn't play those games. Yeah. Um, iCarly is set to have a revival. What? But Paramount Plus, which is Paramount's soon-to-be streaming service, uh, reached out, and they're moving forward they're with the original cast members. I follow the other girl on tw- on TikTok. She's Jeanette very McCurdy. funny. Yeah, she's very funny. She is. She was funny on the show. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully that works out. I was out. a Drake and Josh guy. This is two different, like, that, like... Miranda Cosgrove's in both. That doesn't correlate. Well, I'm just you telling can't you. Be, it's not like you can sit here and be like, no, nah, I didn't watch iCarly. I watched Drake and Josh. Like, you transition into... Because I still watch Drake and Josh, and then I trans, in, transitioned into iCarly. I couldn't do it. I saw that one I think theory you were at, I think you were at the Crazy end. Steve kidnapped Miranda yeah. Cosgrove and made her Carly. Megan... Um, I think you were Man. just. I think you were just too old. You were at the. You were at the end. Like you were grasping for Drake and Josh and iCarly. Oh, with I was definitely grasping for it. <laughs> and iCarly reaching like, with both arms. And iCarly for your age, it was just like, just barely out of reach. Yeah, yeah, tough, tough. But hopefully that that show does get. And made, they didn't have a awesome. fat guy on that. Oh, they had Gibby. Excuse me. Gibby. <laughs> <laughs> Do love a good. Send me all your Gibby memes. Love a good Gibby meme. Um, this last bit of actual movie news is probably the biggest. Uh, Warner Brothers has said that they are going to release their entire 2021 movie slate onto HBO Max and theaters. Uh, some of these movies include uh, The Suicide Squad, The Matrix 4, Dune, Godzilla vs. Kong, Space Jam A New Legacy, uh, Tom and Jerry, Mortal Kombat, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, uh, and, and there's the, there's a total of 19 movies, but those are the ones that we've talked about on this podcast. Uh, yeah, you you got to end with Tom and Jerry. You got to end with the strongest. No, that, it's that's the LCB. Bit it's super sick. Their bit. Sorry, yeah, I, do, I just did. I didn't mean to do that. Shout out. Shout out, Trill Ballins, Jeff D. Lowe, Ken Jack. Um. And then directors are coming out of speaking against it. You, yeah, yeah, we uh, know Chris, the first well, one. Chris Nolan. Nolan. You was knew obviously he was going to be the, the first one to, one to say something. Yeah, you have to call him Christopher. I just call him Chris Nolan. We're talking. <laughs> I, saw, I call him C. Noel. <laughs> I just call him C. N. I, I call him, him the grassy Noel. I call Noel. him Noel. <laughs> I don't call him at all. 
Um, I never call them late for dinner. <laughs> okay, that's the last of that. Don't do anymore. Um, Don't call them Shirley. And there was somebody else who came out today and was speaking. And it's just, it's very sad because I get the appeal to want to just stream these movies. And, like, there's some movies that I prefer to just watch at home. But the bigger movies and stuff, I, I want to see them with no dist- I want to see m- more than the average person. I want to see most good, you know. All right. So I think this, I think that it's good that they're doing both on HBO Max and in theaters. Because if the, hopefully theaters will be open by the time these movies do drop. And I think it's gonna it's gonna be better for us because we won't have to go to the theater and see shitty movies. Because the, there's no there's nothing worse than walking out of. I mean, we love the theater atmosphere, like well, that'll be missed. But there's nothing worse than walking out of a movie like that movie fucking sucked. The issue lies here, not with the fact that we like that and that's going to make it easier for us but the problem is, is that most people are not like us. Well, yeah. Most people don't want to go to the theaters at all. So how long does this hold up? How long does the theater industry hold up for when nobody goes? Yeah, the, I and mean And that's the issue that this brings. Yeah. Is that you start giving it's, a little and it's going to take the whole it's mile. The, it's the first yeah, it's the first click. And, and pretty soon here we're going to see more and more and it could be the end of theaters which set which i mean we've seen it a lot of people are starting to cable cut we already know not a lot of people go to the movie theaters so it's it's it's, a, it's the first step in, in, a, in a wrong direction exactly it's like uh, especially for us for it's movie. like hitting crack for the first time i can't speak to that but okay not me either but i've watched documentaries yeah we all saw what happened to, uh, what's her name? Miranda Bob- Crosgrove. <laughs> I was at the trailer stop. <laughs> I was gonna. I was thinking Whitney Houston, but yeah. Oh, Whitney. Whitney. Yeah. Bobby. Bobby Brown. Yep. Hitting that crack pipe. Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> Not related to any of them. <laughs> uh, might be related through crack pipes though. We don't know. She might be a crackhead. I don't think so. Travis is picking his ass. I got my. This is too much detail, but. Just don't even go into it. Don't even try to explain I, your, I, your ass situation. I didn't change after getting home from work. Usually I change and get He's got swap on. ass. But I'm sitting and it's not even swap ass. It's just this, my underwear and my pants were literally sticking to my body. Yeah. Uh, all right, because I've been sitting in this chair for a while. All right, on to Mandalorian. Talk. Yeah, let's talk about the Mandalorian real quick. Um, this episode was labeled... The tragedy, yes, tragedy, and Can it I was. I ever dir- tell you, the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise. Darth Grogu, Grogu the Wise. He's not Darth. Just wait. No, you stop now. <laughs> He's already infecting your mind because you have him on your chair with his hand pointed towards you. He's already put those Sith ideals in your brain. Um, this episode was directed by Robert Rodriguez. You guys will know as the Grindhouse guy, he did uh, From Dust Till Dawn. He also did, what's the other one I'm thinking of? I have no idea. I didn't even know it was Robert Rodriguez. And I can't think of what else he did. Because you can see the vibes in some of his fighting scenes. Huh. He's a straight up vibe, bruh. Don't say that. Spy Kids. 
besides that. <laughs> um, since no, not Sin City. Predators. No, no, he did the sequel. God, I, I, I'm not on his IMDb. I don't know why it pulled up his Wikipedia, but why, why are you still trying to guess this and not just look it up, Travis? Because you're looking it up. Yeah, it took me a second though. Yeah, it takes you forever. Well, I went on to Wikipedia and it didn't pull it up. Uh, Sin City. Okay, so it was Sin City. You didn't say Sin City. Yeah, I did. I literally said Sin City. No, I don't think it was that, but it was. So, um, basically, Grogu and the Mando are headed to the the Jedi, the old Jedi Temple planet or whatever, and he's going to place him on the rock. He's going to touch out through the Force, try and get in contact with somebody. Grogu does that. Mando gets tracked to the planet, and we see, what is the name? Slave One. Slave One Touchdown, which is? What is Slave One? That's Boba Fett's ship. Boba Fett's ship. I didn't know his name was Slave One, though. Mm -hmm. So, we see the Slave One touchdown. He goes to meet up with him, very, you know, thinks it's an enemy or some whatnot. And, uh, basically, Boba Fett, you know, wants his armor back. He saw him get it from the sheriff in episode one. And he's also got along with him the girl that, uh, Mando killed from the first season and left to die. "Quote unquote killed." Oh yeah, the, well, played played by Ming Na Wen. It left Wen her Na. to die. Exactly. I don't know her character's name or whatever. Yeah. Not a big deal. No. But they're working together. Fun fact: she was the one who voiced Mulan in the original Mulan. Mm-hmm. There you go. And she, um, so they get into it. Basically, they don't really fight or nothing, but they're trying to negotiate getting Boba Fett's armor back when Moff Gideon shows up, and basically. Sends stormtroopers down. They fight the stormtroopers. Bunch of cool stuff. And Grogu gets taken. R.I.P. My boy Grogu. Yep. Well, not R.I.P. I think he's still alive. Grogu's on the ship. They put a, you know, he's tossing around stormtroopers with the force. And, um, it's pretty badass. But they, they cuff him and they're going to take him back to the doctors. They're going to try and drain more midichlorians. Try to get Grogu. them MDs, bruh. What did you think about the episode itself, Ty? I thought it was good. I love seeing Boba Fett back in action. It was I, nice to see Boba Fett actually do something awesome. Yeah, I knew he was. Go- I knew he was. Uh, when they showed him at the end of the first episode, at at the very very end, mm-hmm. watching over. Yeah. I was like, okay, that can't be it. Like that can't be what they oh, yeah, hyping yeah, him up yeah. to be. He's gonna show up soon. Um, so I was I was ex- I was happy to see that. I called it last week. I said. He was gonna get on that rock. We weren't gonna see a Jedi. We, um, Moff Gideon was gonna show up. It was but, cool how they the seen action, him reaching out through the Force. Yeah, and, and I I like that because now it's gonna set up like, was he able to contact somebody before? Mm-hmm. And and now I'm sure that's probably the cliffhanger that we're gonna get left on because there's only two more episodes left of this season, of a Jedi probably showing up to, the. Uh, because baby or because well, Grogu they, reached so out. What they set up one at the end of this after we see Grogu and stuff was Mando goes back to Cara Dune. She's oh, now. In, we didn't uh, even talk about the fact yeah, that. The, um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm okay. gonna say uh, Mando goes back to Cara Dune. She accepted to be a, um, in, a just an new, officer, a new Republic officer. Uh, she's the she's a marsh. She was the marshal. 
but he just called her the marshal again, but she just showed her badge. So I think she's yeah. still a marshal. She was the marshal of that town, but now she's working with the new republic. With the, yeah, but because um, that guy asked her, "Did you lose anybody when the whole planet planet blew the up?" Alderaan, and, she, and when yeah. Alderaan blew up, and, and she was like, "Okay, I feel for this guy. He, and then, he understands me." Yes, and Mando asked for, uh, for a prisoner location, and it's Bill Burr's character. Yeah, who they're gonna try and find. Uh, he he wants to use Bill Burr's character to track Grogu. Basically, so the next they well, set I was up. Gonna, I would, the thing I was gonna bring up was the fact that they blew up Mando's ship. Oh yeah, I didn't, they blew yeah. they blew it up. Yeah, I'm trying to. I couldn't. The I, Razor Crest. I, razor Crest. Thank you. I was like, it's in my fucking head. I just can't pull it out. Uh, they blow up the Razor Crest, so I think they're just gonna keep using the Slave One, which mm-hmm. is gonna be fucking sick. I love seeing that. They're ship. gonna they're gonna collect a crew to they're gonna get a crew together and they're gonna go bust out Grogu. I can't wait. Ocean's this, Eleven style. This is gonna Ocean Eleven style. I, th- I would laugh so hard if they didn't even if they didn't even just fight. They just like tricked everybody. <laughs> And they actually did it that way. I would laugh. They should so do. Hard. They should do it Ocean's Eight style, but new Ocean's Eight where it was all the women. Never mind. Never scratch <laughs> the idea. <laughs> Travis, Travis, get women involved. Ugh. Yeah, that's Travis's. Uh, whoa, thought. Yeah, Didn't get the word thought. Um, so they're gonna they're gonna grab their crew. They're gonna go after Grogu. Also, too, like the the like we were saying before, seeing. Boba Fett actually fight and be a badass. And now he looked fat in his armor. He's a much bigger guy now. <laughs> Which I mean was to was expected. Uh, they said on LCB when they were breaking down the episode that he kind of looked like the robot chick or not robot the Family Guy version where the, big, the, ch- where where the, the big chicken, chicken man wears the wears the suit. And I thought that's fucking hysterical. That's spot on. Yeah. But like it works. Like no, it's... I'm not expecting Boba Fett to be. 1980s Boba Fett. I like this. I yeah, like I, it. I like what it is, man. Yeah. It is what it is, and I, I enjoyed this episode. There's not like a like that was a quick review. I like it because it was more action packed. Yeah, and there's not a lot for us to go over. Not a lot of plot points to hit. But they really still advanced. The, they like it was short, but they advanced the plot very easily, very seamlessly. So. Yeah, very like we much said, so. two more episodes. I think it's gonna get bigger and better from here on out. Exactly. All right, let's talk about. The movie we just review, we just watch. Yeah, so we're gonna we're reviewing Mank. Uh, yeah, Mank right. is a Netflix movie, so you can stream it if you haven't already. You can go do that now. Uh, do that right now. 1930s Hollywood is a re-evalu- is is reevaluated through my eyes. Oh, fuck. Let me restart. 1930s Hollywood is reevaluated through the eyes of scathing social critic and alcoholic screenwriter Herman J. Mankiewicz as he races to finish the screenplay of Citizen Kane. Thanks, fucker. I mean, you were you were you were struggling. It's directed by David Fincher, and the screenplay was done by his father. So it's a well, real... which was which was written like ten years ago, but I think it was like in '98. Um, and then uh, he sadly passed in 2003 before it could uh, be made. So this is kind of like an ode to his father. Uh, 7.4 out of 10 on IMDb, 87% Rotten Tomatoes, 79% Metacritic. Um, let's see here. Lily Collins plays Rita. Gary Oldman plays Mank. Tom Burke plays Orson Welles. Mana Seyfried play, plays Marlon Davies, Ma- I think. Marion. Marion Davies. Yeah, sorry, I thought it was an L. Yeah, not not a whole bunch of actors in this. It's real sh- uh, condensed, yeah. like the cast. It's if you and this is insane because like we haven't seen 
Citizen Kane. Yeah. I, so I, this is about... The, Mank is the screenwriter for Citizen Kane. Or Orson Welles. Part, well, quote-unquote screenwriter. He wrote the whole thing. Orson, Orson Welles, Welles took, took, took I mean, half credit. They kind of split the credit. It's a whole thing at the end of the movie. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which I believe is what really happened. Yeah, well, that's why the that's why the movie is was made was because of the controversies behind it. That's why that's why um what's his name the J- uh, David Fincher's dad made it in the first place as a screenwriter himself wanted to give writer to, wanted to tell the story because it's considered you know since Kane is considered one of the best movies of all time and I know. Like, being a movie podcaster now. We probably should have watched it. It's just, I don't have time to watch everything. I do my best. And I I'm definitely want to watch it now. After what, if you, if you haven't seen it and you watch this, you're going to want to go watch Citizen Kane. Do you agree with that, Steven? I mean, I, I it may differ for me just because I didn't love, I like, I didn't love this movie. It was, it was good. I thought it was, I thought it was. It was all right. Just below great. Thought it was just below great. One of the issues. See, I thought I it had... was just above good. Like, or like just getting into same the go- spot. Sorry, sorry. Just getting into good. Just above average. Just above average. Um. Yeah. I mean, I love. For me, I don't. This is very. It's shot. It's shot in black and white, of course. And, yeah. And the story jumps all over the place, which I believe was an ode to how Citizens Kane is. That's that's the thing to where, like you said, I want to go see Citizens Kane, Citizen Kane. Because of how jumpy this movie was and hearing that that's kind of how Citizen Kane is, I'm kind of like, do I really want to put myself through that? Like, I'm not immediately rushing to go see it, but I do want to see it to under... To, to appreciate this movie more I think, would be the reason I'd, I'd watch it. And I think this, like, the whole point of making a story that jumps around like this is is you're not, this, the importance of the story is not that it's li- linear. You know what I'm saying? It's not, you know, this and then that. It's not. Well, it was, it was a, like, it, it hurt it because of how much it jumped, a, jumped around, but it was also the best way to tell that story. Yeah. Uh, in, in a co- in a cohesive way, because if you did tell it in a lin- linear way, it just wouldn't make very much. It's bland. It, it's very bland, and mm-hmm. and it's just not. It's not very good in in a linear sense. Yeah, and uh, it's based around a lot of dialogue, and it's just you're kind of looking into this guy's life and how he gets where he is and why he is how how he is, and that's basically it. You're lo- taking a look into this guy's life, uh, Mankiewicz, that is, and. The dialogue, for the most part, is is very very good. It's yeah. very well written. Obviously, I don't know if David rewrote any of the parts from what his dad did, but it's done very good. Yeah, very and, snappy, and I think and, and everybody used, had a good performance as well. I think I think uh, I think everybody was average except for Amanda Seyfried. She blew this she thing did, out of the water. She did great. She did fantastic. I loved her character. Yeah, it was done so well. Um, but that's kind of like. She's playing when you you get the chance because you're such an outlandish character. Well, at the same time, Gary Oldman had the opportunity, but it's kind of hard to play like a drunk like that. I think he just he did he did what he point, had to at do. At some points, he goes over the top a little bit, which I don't think that character would. I'm not sure, but Amanda Seyfried's character was meant to be over the top, and it was done to a T. 
The dialogue's great, like I said. And one of the things I liked is be, is that they used old school shooting styles to film this. One of the things I um, noticed for sure, or noticed, and I was like, "Ooh, I like this." Is that scene when he's talking to Pops, who's directing the movie, while he's on the train and they're moving the train. They use the train for the camera shot. Oh, the yeah. little train with the camera on it uh-huh. for the shot of the movie they're making there. But he walks next to that, and then they have a camera moving backwards, a steady cam moving backwards as they're moving towards it. Yeah. I thought that was a great shot. And they, there's little stuff like that sprinkled all over the place in this movie. Well, we we know that David Fincher is a very good director. He's done some great movies over the years. He's done Social Network, Gone Girl. Um, hold on, it, it took a second to load. Seven, Zodiac. Uh, I love Seven, too. I love Seven. I love Zodiac. Uh, Gone Girl was very good. Um, let's see. He's on all... He did, he did one of our favorite uh, mo- or shows, Mindhunter. Um, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo was pretty good. He's done a lot of very good stuff. So I knew this movie was going to be directed very, very well. Yeah. Um... But uh, like the black and white, kind of takes me out of it. I love, I love, I would have loved to seen this movie in color. Like if they could have captured the old school nineteen, like most of it is takes place in nineteen thirty. We get see. I like well, the black. I like the black and white. What? What? Why? Because when you do the black and white, it takes a, it keeps your eyes focused on what you need to. And the whole point is the dialogue and the interaction yeah. between the characters and facial expressions and shots. And that's what this movie's meant to do. If you put color in it, kind of just, I think it loses a, a little value there because your eye can be drawn to different things. Yeah, that could that, that would be the only thing that it that I could see it, it getting away from, like pulling away from the dialogue and stuff like that. But I just feel like it would it would add to the beauty of the movie. If they could really capture the 1930, 1940 feel in color and stuff like that, I, I, I feel like it wouldn't it wouldn't like boost this movie out the sky, but I feel like it w- it would give it a few few more points yeah. in my book. Um also I thought it was a tad too long. Yes. I don't think it needed to be they two didn't need I to don't have think it needed to be two hours eleven. Had. Yeah. I think it probably would have been safe at an hour, hour forty five, hour fifty, yeah. hour sixty, just right under a two hour mark. Yeah, extra ten minutes, extra ten minutes or so does really hurt it. I yeah. think for me, it's just a tad bit too long. But other than that, I really had no other issues with it. And there's not a whole lot to talk because it's just a story. Yeah, right? and I, I felt so. The the problem, another problem I had was I felt like I was lost with a lot of the things they were talking about because like I don't really know much about. Citizen Kane, I don't know very much about 1930 and 1940 Hollywood at the time either. And I felt like there was a lot of references in there to where, like, it was quick to where if I was really sitting there and, like, uh, examining super hard, like, if I was... Because I, I, like, I was watching it, so but if, if, I, if I wanted to take the time and look up the stuff, that's what I would have felt I had to do. I like, and it's not like I know that stuff either. Yeah, the thing that I I noticed early because early I was starting to get confused. I was trying to pay attention to the timelines too much, and I was trying to pay attention to these little facts. Yeah, and I realized that 
the facts in this thing are are don't really matter. It no, just kind of gives it a time and place. Yeah. And when you literally know the time and place, that does not. It doesn't need to be. Does in it there. need to? Uh, I mean, I think it needs to be in here because who is about? Oh yeah. But but it, it doesn't it, have to be referenced as often. You I don't. Feel like re- they did you don't a need lot to of... know it. You don't need to know it because at the very base of it, it's about Megalitz. Yeah, it's about Herman Megowitz. Yeah, it's about it's about and what it's he's about, gone through in it's life about and his how his character yeah. and and all that stuff. So that stuff really doesn't matter. Yeah, it just gives it a it's place a time and reference. time and reference and oh yeah, all that little stuff. So yeah. so as soon as I let go of trying to hold on to all that stuff, I was much I was having a much better time enjoying the movie. Yeah, I think I think I was just held. But on this to is it not going to be for, for any. Long. If you if you're a guy who doesn't like uh, heavy dialogue and and, and little um, to no action at yeah. all it's 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 very dialogue. no action there's, yeah there's no action yeah well I, I mean like there are some some particular like the 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 dining scene when he's drunk at the end like, yeah kind of that would be probably about it i would talk about kind of action. yeah um i was kind of falling asleep too that's something about because uh, i tried to we walk- heard we heard that 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 was going that was a good scene and i was just kind of falling asleep so it didn't give me the right frame of mind for it um, yeah i just i just wasn't i was kind of wishing it was over then because that's at the very end yeah uh, yeah so i mean it was like like i said and it, it didn't help um who's the who's the guy they kept talking about the, the who was the democratic uh california i don't nominee. know it just had to do with the i kept getting fixated on the fact that i knew the fucking name but i couldn't remember what he like why I knew who he the was. The two, the the two governors running. Yeah, I, I knew the one guy's Democratic. name. Oh my god, it's gonna fucking kill me. Go to the plot. Where's the plot? Where's the plot? Upton Sinclair. I don't know why I knew that name. Oh, okay, that's why. He's the one who wrote the Jungle. And that's that was about um, the the meat inspection and all that stuff. He he wrote the jungle, which was about a, a a food warehouse that had just rats and all all the shit that all the mass produced food was. Was that uh, when the FDA was? It's when created? it first. Yeah, it's when it, it first After started. That? It, was, it was in nineteen oh six. I would never want to read that book. No, I remember having to do it in history. Well, didn't have to read the full book, but we had to read a few pages in history class. I don't know why that name stuck with me for so long, but they kept saying it, and I was like, I fucking know this guy's name. Why do I know him? Well, if I ever am on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and that comes up. If Upton Sinclair comes up, you better fucking call me, because for some reason I know... You won't remember it. Probably not. Anyways, uh, what'd you give it? I gave this movie a 71. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Open up the wrong... Yeah, I gave it 81. Okay. Yeah, I, I feel like... Because you were able to let go of trying to figure out the little things, it, it definitely made a better movie for you. And I feel, I also think that if we were to see Citizen Kane before this, I think we'd get a better understanding for the movie. Like, Possibly. a better appreciation for the movie. Possibly. Maybe. Yeah. So this That's might assuming be, you this, like Citizen's Kane, too. Why do you keep saying Citizen's Kane? What? It's Citizen Kane. I'm sorry. Not they like just, multiple citizens. <laughs> they just kind of blended it together. I talk fast. <laughs> That's my bad. <laughs> this fucking guy. Um, yeah, I mean, that does bank on the fact of liking that movie. But, yeah, so 71 for me. Okay, 71 for Tyler, 81 for me, 
That's Mank. That's on Netflix. You guys can go see that. You can go watch it if you'd like. I wish... I remember there was a time when Citizen Kane was on Netflix, but I don't think it's there anymore. Uh, I believe they they have all that on HBO Max, right? All those older movies like that? I don't know if they have Citizen Kane, but I know they do have a lot of older movies. Oh, well. All right. We're going to let go from here. Did we ever figure out what movie we're watching next week? No, I can't figure it out. I'll, uh, when I post uh, the scores for this one, I'll um, let everybody know what we're going to review next week. We're gonna, we got to look into it because the movie's coming out this week. I really have no, no info about. Yeah. And I, I don't want to review the KFC Lifetime movie. I think that would be a That'd waste be a of time. That would be a terrible review. Um, and, uh, I mean, maybe Freaky. You want to do Freaky? I already seen it, so that's up to that's up to I, you if you're gonna watch it. I'll rent it. Travis uh, is gonna rent the movie. I might as well rent it. Why not? I think I think you'll enjoy it because I I definitely enjoyed it. I like the trailer, so yeah. let's go with free. We'll do freaky next week, bitchin'. And we'll start the the top tens for this year's uh, cinema. You want to do top for the for the list already? Well, actors. What we want to do performances, and then top ten movies. And then, and then you said you want to do a top ten worst movies too, right? We want to do the top. We're gonna we, do the, we could the do, bottom ten. We could do bottom yeah, ten. Top let's do 10. bottom ten this next week. Then we'll do performances, performances and, and then, then movies. We'll finish it off with movies at the end of the year. That is barring how many Wednesdays do we have left this year? Three. We got three Wednesdays left for the yeah, year. That's That'll why I was getting ready. That'll be perfect. Okay, and on the end of this, we're gonna have a. Um, we're going to have a trivia, a little trivia battle between me and Ty with Cheese hosting from Curveballs and Chair Shots again. I have a good so feeling about this. I think I'm going to do good. We're going to kick it off to that to them, and it'll be the end of the podcast. So um, send them out from here. I will send you out from here. Bye. All right. Welcome in, Cheese, from one of our favorite podcasts, Curveballs and Chair Shots. Cheese. Points and doinks. Welcome. Oh. <laughs> Cheese, welcome back. I'm back. This is my debut on Trapdoor to Hell. I'm a little nervous. I've never been on the real show before. I know we're supposed to, I was supposed to be the producer. Our agents <laughs> couldn't come to terms, but here we are. Contract disputes. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. We just couldn't get it together. Just what was, nothing was lining up. All good, though. So, anyways, Cheese has a little trivia battle for us. It's going to be wrestling-themed. So, this will really test our knowledge of something that only know a little bit about. I think Tyler pulled Cheese in just so he could beat me at something. Yeah, th- this one was kind of hard because I know Travis d- has a little bit of knowledge. Tyler probably has a little more modern-day knowledge, and I didn't want to make it too hard or too easy. So, I think I found a nice little middle ground here. All right, so... How we're going to do this, Cheese will ask a question, and then we're going to buzzer in for the answer. All right? Pick a phrase right now you're going to say as your buzzer. I'm going to say kablow. I was just going to say buzz. So if you, okay. hear me bu- if you hear me buzzing over here, that's me. Kablow. All right. All right. That's- so I have 10 regular questions, and if we have to come to a tiebreaker, we'll probably answer it anyways. I have an 11th tiebreaker question. I do have multiple choice if you want it to be. But it doesn't have to be. So, do we? Um, do you want me to keep score here? You can. Okay. If you want? Just, 
what well i'd need to know who won so yeah i was I, I, did, it, I, I was wondering why you even asked about keeping score well i didn't know if cheese was going to do it as a trivia master this time i mean i can't keep score i can count to five that's all right i have my paperwork already out here so how about how about we do this two points if we answer it without multiple choice and if we ask for the multiple choice it goes down to one point okay okay there is i will say there's one question that needs multiple choice but we'll figure it out when we get there yeah it'll just be one point okay are you everybody ready i'm ready okay so you guys are movie people you guys are also sports people so what is the highest grossing movie starring a wrestler that is not the rock we all know the rock the biggest movie star in the world what wrestler Bzz. has the highest tyler is it the marine Oh, oh, I'm supposed to not the Marine. Oh, shit. I'm supposed to give the wrestler name. Uh, I mean, we're just looking. It can be either or, but it is not. Okay. So it's not the Marine. Okay. The highest grossing film. Oh, so that would have to be Guardians of the Galaxy. That would be with um, Batista. Travis is on the right track, but it would be Avengers Endgame, the highest grossing movie of all time. Okay. Makes sense. That I, I, yeah, I, I just glazed over the fact that he was in that one. Point I glazed over the fact that Batista was a wrestler. No, whoa, 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 one point. You didn't get it right. I got you Batista. Said, you didn't say Batista. You said you Guardians didn't even get the, the you didn't even get the right wrestler. I got the right character. It cheese. I mean, that one's tough. That one's I, I, I I'm gonna give you zero points on that one. Okay, Man. whatever. We're trying to steal points over here. You didn't even get the right wrestler or character. Yeah, Marine. but I wasn't gonna, I wasn't going to give myself a, a point. <laughs> All right, so we're continuing with the movie theme. Who does Jimmy King wrestle at the end of the greatest movie of all time? Ready, Ready to, rumble. to Rumble. Who does he wrestle at the end? In a triple-decker cage extravaganza. Kablow. Travis? Uh, DDP? It is DDP. Congratulations. Good job. Tyler, what were you thinking over there? You're just blanking. No, I, I was thinking DDP, but I was like, do I need to give like everybody? Because I know there was a lot of people who showed up in that match. And I everybody just, everybody else everybody just showed just, up, yeah. but that was the match. That was the actual one-on-one match. Yeah, yeah. two points for me. Good yes. job, Traps. Long guy, long time good guy, DDP was the big baddie in the movie. Don't understand why, but. Have you ever done his yoga? I, I actually, well, I don't have it on me, but I do big have Daddy, his yoga. Big Daddy Guma does, used to do the DDP yoga all the time in middle school and high school. That's awesome. All right, so The Undertaker has wrestled 27 WrestleManias with 25 wins. Both of them are records, but these next four men are two through five in appearances, but which one has the best winning percentage? Triple H, Kane, Shawn Michaels, or The Big Show? Kablau, Shawn Michaels. That was very quick. Why? Is it because he's Mr. WrestleMania? I don't know. I just That's what I thought it was. Well, it is not, Travis. Can you, can you re, reread the question again? Because it kind of confused me. Okay, so basically the question is, who has the greatest winning percentage at WrestleMania? Is it Triple H, Kane, Shawn Michaels, or The Big Show? All four of these men have under a 500 record. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with uh, Triple H on this just because I know he's got a lot of matches out there. And I feel like the more matches he has, the better chance he has at having that percentage. So we are going winning percentage. Triple H has the most wins at 10, but Kane actually has the <sighs> winning percentage. It was between those two. And 11. 
Yeah, I was gonna. I think Trip Triple H was gonna be was like a fall, like a a bite get you to bite it on that. Shawn Michaels too. I thought Shawn Michaels was gonna be the big fall guy. Well, that's. I mean, that's why I answered it first. (laughs) But I couldn't. If it was gonna be that easy, I could not buzz in and try and answer that first. You know. It goes Kane at four fifty, Triple H at four thirty four, Shawn Michaels at three fifty two, and poor Big Show at. 294. I was going to say, I can't remember the last time I seen Big Show win at win at WrestleMania. We got our Stone Cold segment because we all know Travis, big Stone Cold fan here. So Travis needs to needs to get these to prove his fandom, his loyalty to old Stone Cold. All right. So Stone Cold's legendary Austin 316 promo was at King of the Ring 1996. But who was Austin talking about when he beat him? That would be uh, Jimmy Superfly Snucka. No, Tyler. Damn it! It is Fuck. not. That doesn't. That doesn't even seem like it lines up. That's not even on the multiple choice. He wasn't even in the tournament. Um. Who the fuck? Who am I thinking of? I can I get the multiple choice for a point? Vader, Savio Vega, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, or Jake the Snake Roberts. Oh man, that didn't help because the guy I was thinking was not even on that. 96 King of the Ring. One more time. Vader, Savio Vega, Triple H, Jake the Snake Roberts. This was after the final, after he won the entire King of the Ring tournament. Before you answer, do I still, if he doesn't get it right, do I still get a chance because of the multiple choice now? No. You can, I, I mean, if, if okay. Travis gets it wrong and you want to see if you get it right, you can answer it, but it doesn't count. I think it was. Um... I think it was the second guy. What was his name? Savio Vega. Yeah, it is not. It was. It was. J- it was Jake the Snake Roberts. It was Jake the Snake Roberts. That's when when Tyler said Jay. When I, I thought he was going Jake. And, I, I, I. That's who I messed it up because those are the only two guys I ever call by their full names with the nickname in the middle. Yeah, Jake the Snake Roberts also a big DDP yoga guy. He is a big junkie, and then he was came back and was he was doing some guy. more like born again Christian type gimmicks. So that's why Stone Cold was doing the whole Austin three sixteen thing. There you go. Little insider knowledge on that one. The more you know. See, this is why I did. I didn't want to go too super in depth because I knew probably you guys wouldn't get these. But I'll be honest. This one probably might be the hardest question out of all of them, and it is a Stone Cold question. So Stone Cold Steve Austin went to North Texas State now known as North Texas University. Can you name either the Hall of Fame Steeler or current day 49ers running back who also played at North Texas University? This is not a multiple choice question, but there are two possible right answers. Hall of Fame Steeler or modern day Niners running back. Hmm. So on the 49ers at this very moment. So not Frank or... Not anybody else before that. Right now. I'm blanking on all the running backs over there. Mm, this is a difficult one, Cheese. Uh, uh, shit. Hall of Fame Steeler. Yep. Pro I Football don't... Hall of Famer. College Hall of Famer. One of the greatest players of all time. I don't know if... This guy is in the Hall of Fame for the NFL yet. Okay, I'm going to buzz in. I'm going to go 49ers running back Jeff Wilson Jr. Now, I thought this one was the harder one, but yes, Tyler, you are correct. Oh, buddy. Oh, man, what a pool. 
Was uh was it Heinz Ward? No, it is Mean Joe Green is the other one. Okay. Yeah, I was I was I was thinking... I thought that was the, I thought that was the easier one, but I mean Jeff, I guess you have like four people to choose from and Tyler pulled Jeff Wilson out of his ass. <laughs> well, the I only don't... two I could think of were Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert, and I was like, well, he's not couldn't Raheem? couldn't think of anybody behind Mostert, and I know he didn't go there. Oh man, that felt good to get. So, so what are we looking at right now? Because that was a big pull for Tyler. Two yeah. two. All right, two two. So uh final stone cold question. Who did Stone Cold lose his first WWF championship to at King of the Ring 1998? 1998. 1998, you said? 98. What belt was this? It's the his first WWF, WWF championship. Yeah. His first I- actual championship. All right. 1998. Oh, man. I'm gonna uh, bzz, I'm gonna go with Brett the Hitman Hart on this one. Well, Tyler, Brett the Hitman Hart was not even in the company because shit. I was thinking about WCW. I was like, did he leave already by then? Okay, well that kind of fucked me. Montreal Screwjob, 1997, Tyler. Uh, I fuck, I was a year early. Was this Booker T? Booker, Booker T, T also, also not in, in the WCW. company. Yet. <laughs> I I don't know what years Booker T was in. Um. I once again I have multiple choice and yeah you, well, okay I like, I like let's hear mul- for it. let's hear multiple choice and I'll because we both guess so let's hear multiple choice and we'll take it for one all right we got the Rock Undertaker Mankind and Kane a bonus hint this was a first blood match Kablow Mankind no fuck damn it yeah no I'm gonna go uh, I'm gonna buzz in here with. Uh, Fuck, no, I don't. Mm. I'm going to go. Well, who were the choices again? Rock, Undertaker, Mankind, or okay. Kane. I think, it, I think it was the Undertaker. King of the Ring 1998, the legendary Hell in a Cell match between Mankind and the Undertaker. <sighs> Neither one of them, but it was main evented by a first blood match with Stone Cold Steve Austin against Kane. Fuck. God damn it. Apparently, no, no, no big Kane fans out there. Apparently, I was gonna say Kane, but I was like, that seems too obvious. Kane's Kane's uh, career is an enigma to me because sometimes he does like the lowest card shit, fighting nobodies, and then sometimes he's up there fighting for championships. I don't know what years correlate with what part of his career. This is when he first came in, so it was a big fucking deal then. Well, see, that's the thing. When he first came in, I was like, I don't know if he got ma- if he got catapulted right to the WWF championship, but. That makes sense. All right, we're going to go kind of old school here. Who is the first ever inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame? Should it be nice if I knew what year the, the Hall of Fame started? Um, if you want me, Travis, if you're okay with that, I can tell you what year it is. What start? What year it started? If, okay. It probably doesn't, probably doesn't help, but it's... Okay, yeah, it go ahead. 93, okay, so it's going to be... Okay. Um. <laughs> this would be hilarious if Vince McMahon inducted himself. That, uh, uh, get out of my head. <laughs> I, say that I was like, no one vents his ass. He would do some stupid shit like that. Um, I don't know about Travis, but I'm willing to wait. I'm, I'm willing to go multiple choice and take the one point here. Yeah. All right. So we guess. have Vincent J. McMahon, Vince's dad, Andre the Giant. Buddy Rogers or Gorilla Monsoon? 
Kablau. Travis. Buddy Rogers. First WWF champion is incorrect. It is not Buddy Rogers. Dang. All right. Buzzing in with uh, Vincent J. McMahon. It is not Vincent J. McMahon. It's it Gorilla is- Monsoon. Andre the Giant. It is Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant. Yes. Those, those were my two options was either uh, that guy or Andre. I thought it was Gorilla Monsoon for some reason. The, the only person in the entire Hall of Fame, just Andre the Giant, 1993. I think that was the year he died, but it was pretty close after he died. Yeah. Hate to see it. All right. So which pay-per-view did Trish Stratus win her first women's championship in now? <laughs> I'll give you Travis a definitely not gonna know this one. Well, I'm just gonna give you a clue. It is one of the four major pay-per-views. So Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, or Survivor Series. Kablau, SummerSlam. That is incorrect. God damn it. <laughs> Trish Stratus. Stay away from your phone, Tyler. You're looking a little suspect over there. Sus, my phone. Cheater. My f- cheater. Look at look at this shit right here. My hands are in my pocket. What your are you phone, looking at? Your phone's in look, your pocket. I'm looking at the ground to try and think about this. You could add, my phone is sitting up here on my laptop. Mm-hmm. Um, He's telepathically talking to his dick, trying to remember what Trish Stratus. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with Survivor Series. Ding ding ding! Nah. I just finally got a question right. Thank God. Got on a cold streak there for I a was, second. I was I was that got me a little worried. Who did she face in that match? That wasn't it. This one's kind of confusing. It's like a six pack challenge thing. Okay. Yep. So I knew, that... I knew, it was, I knew it wasn't going to be WrestleMania or SummerSlam because I just feel like. Is that one or two points? Because that. is that one or two points? Because technically they gave us all four of the majors. Yeah, but he didn't give us the multiple choice. Oh, wait. Yeah, I mean, that yeah, was yeah, multiple choice. Okay. So we'll, we'll yeah. say one. That's one point. One. That's fine. Because I knew if I just said a pay-per-view, there's like a thousand different answers you can give me. Yeah. I was gonna, uh, as soon as you said pay-per-view, I was saying SummerSlam regardless. Oh, well. I was I, I would have thought of some obscure one like Armageddon. Well, you're both wrong. But next up, we have at Kevin Asvitt's house, Midget Mania might have stole the show. <laughs> but what was actually the main event for WrestleMania 23? WrestleMania 23. Was that was that um, Batista versus Undertaker for the World Heavyweight Championship? I it it is not. I'm trying to, I don't think, I think that, that match was, was on the card. It might have been, but I'm not exactly I sure. I might be a year. Or I think that might have been WrestleMania 24. To be honest, 24 was Undertaker and Edge. That was the main event of that show. Travis, do you have a, a a throw out there guess? Just to get the two points, and if not, we can do multiple choice. Um, John John Cena. <laughs> John Cena and Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Travis, were you uh, looking at anything there? No, 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 I'm not. Because that is the correct answer. It's John Cena and Shawn Michaels. Atta boy. I don't know how he pulled that one out of his ass. I don't know how either. Oh, my God. 
Where did he that took, come from? He took the two biggest stars he could think of back then, and he and he put that together. Oh my god! Holy <laughs> shit! I if I admit, remember correctly, all I knew John. I, I was pretty sure John Cena because I remember being at Kevin Asman's house, and John Cena came out and they had the huge hands on on the stage. Am I correct? No, I thought wasn't. I, this... I don't think I don't think that's twenty if twenty three was that detroit where he like drove the the car that was the car because uh, okay. that's, that's why i was thinking See, it doesn't john, matter how you got there you still I thought got it was right. john cena jbl that what wrestlemania am i thinking of <laughs> okay all right whatever all right, before, uh, just just for reference i want to look up when it was batista and uh <laughs> and undertaker because i know that was a wrestlemania oh my god that was does- uh, that, that was better than when i pulled betty white's age exactly <laughs> Oh, dude, Batista versus Undertaker was WrestleMania 23. It just wasn't the main event. <laughs> oh, Son God. <laughs> Same show that our uh, lovely 45th president, or Donald Trump. Donald was Trump on. was on that yep. one. <laughs> good times, good times. Uh, All right, so this is the uh, the last regular question. If you guys listen to Curveballs and Chair Shots, you should know what the answer to this is. Wait, before we get into this, what is this Wait. right now? It's uh, four to three, I'm winning. <laughs> need it okay this one should be kind of easy if you listen to the podcast or pay attention which wrestler was dominic the most nervous at to meet at starcast last year oh i don't know her name uh kablau page unfortunately dominic has never met page Uh, he really does want to but it has never happened yet i fucking you guys tell me about so many stories of who you've met who was it last year? Oh. Oh. Bzz. Was it Shane Helms? It is Shane Helms. Her yes! Shane Helms. Yes. Everybody knows. Good I don't job. even know who the fuck that is. Hey, we're coming at you with the hurricane. Oh, that oh, the hurricane. <laughs> if I would have oh, said yeah, hurricane, buddy. does that work? I would have worked. Yeah, I would have gave it to you. Yeah. Uh. I could have sworn he was. You guys told a story about him nervous to meet a girl wrestler one time. I forget. I think the only it? woman mess wrestler that he met was Medusa. I don't think he was that nervous because he probably didn't even know what to say to her. Shout out Medusa. Yep. Right on. Legendary monster truck driver. Yep. So what is this last question? Because I guess tech. Well, no, I you win. won. Yeah. If we were tied, this could have been a tiebreaker. So what? What's this last question? Hold up, question. hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Technically, if we want to do this, if I get it, if I get it before you do for the two points, I win. Well, no, it, it was out of okay. ten questions. Okay, but before I say anything, it isn't a it's an attendance question. So it's gonna be a lot of numbers and it's gonna be very hard for you to get it exactly. All right. Tyler, you win. I, I'm okay with losing. I'm oh just hey, hey, as long as I pulled the Shawn Michaels John Cena thing out of my ass, that was good. Was John Cena in JBL twenty two then? That'd be twenty one. I still want to hear the. Okay. I still want to hear the question though. Can we still? Take oh, absolutely. Just for yeah. funsies. Okay, so what was the announced attendance at WrestleMania thirty one at Levi Stadium? The only WrestleMania I've been in. The chair I'm sitting in right now. What was the announced attendance? I, I believe this is it. still a record for largest attendance at Levi Stadium. I have to think about how big that stadium is. Cause I think it's I think it holds okay. 
Let me take a shot. I think it's 124,000. I'm going to I'm going to go 353,000. Are these real answers? <laughs> I, I have a feeling it could be way <laughs> like off, but yeah. You just said 300,000 people in a stadium. I you know, I said a, a, sounds a like a safety hazard. Yeah, it does. Well, uh, if there's more than a hundred, uh, if there's more than a hundred people in a stadium, it's a safety hazard. Now, I was thinking that maybe maybe it holds, maybe it holds, maybe sixty five thousand max, and I don't know how much r- actual room the ring takes up and all that stuff. Uh, so I was assuming maybe you can fit forty thousand, but then I was a little generous on the top end. Uh, I just figured that the WWE likes to fabricate all their numbers, and we're just gonna throw out whatever bullshit, and the people were gonna eat it up. You guys are both on the same track, but Travis, you also have to take into account there's a big ass stage that takes away from for, from some seats, and yeah. Tyler, they're not gonna fudge it up that much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so what was the what's the answer? The answer is a measly, according to you guys, seventy six thousand nine hundred seventy six. I would have been right with my original thought. <laughs> what was your original thought? <laughs> uh, Eighty five thousand. Ah, tough. Or I would have been closer. Excuse me. I believe like the quote-unquote real record for wrestlemania is 32 in dallas and that's like 102 or something like that which that is also probably fake as well yeah well so, thank you so good much jo- good job tyler you you won i won you were the I favorite did. coming in and you eked out a victory now oh, did, man, did tyler ask you to pull this together for him to try and beat me at trivia for once it, it, we were playing and i was like you know what why can i be a i want to be a trivia host and then that was like two weeks ago and then i opened up my mouth yesterday and then I've been sprung upon yeah. this duty. Cheese brought it up. He, he said he wanted to ask uh, all Stone Cold questions like two weeks ago. He's like, let's do a full Stone Cold thing. And I was like, well, why don't we just do wrestling in general? Because I feel like you would just have a random knowledge of, of just Stone Cold facts. Yeah, probably. Bonus Stone Cold question, Travis. Who is Stone Cold's tag team partner in the Hollywood Blondes? I asked this to Tyler. He did not get it. Um, no, you asked me what the name of the the faction was. You still messed it up, anyways. Yeah, I got it. I got close. Um, I can see them. What are you seeing? What's going on, Travis's head right now? Uh, <laughs> you know what he's seeing? He's seeing a wrestler in tights that's blonde. Um, uh, I can't remember the dude's name. What's what? Yeah, I can't remember his name. No, this is a big hint. He's dead. (laughs) Big hint. Was that a guy who just died who's gay? You think he was the tag team partners with Pat Patterson? I don't know that. I don't know. I mean, he was a tag team partner with the Undertaker. Yeah, fuck off. (laughs) Yeah, well, the Undertaker's like ninety. So, actually, the Undertaker was dead before Pat Patterson, according to Travis. (laughs) I, I I actually originally thought about doing a weekly trivia podcast. Trapped out of trivia coming soon. There and you go. It's it's a lot of work because then I'll have to write all the questions. It takes all the fun when I gotta host it. You have to write the questions and then you have to find people who are willing to answer them. <laughs> um, I'm basically throwing it out there. If anybody wants to host a trivia show for us where we can answer. There you go, Cheese. This is your opportunity. You want to produce one of the podcasts. There you go. 
took me like an hour just to think of these 10 questions. By the way, we, <laughs> Brian Pillman. Brian Pillman was the uh, answer. The lunatic. I, yeah. Yeah. Like, like I said, I wasn't going to pull his name, but that's who I was thinking of. <laughs> all right well thanks for coming on cheese and thanks for writing those trivia questions although it took an hour plus all right plug you got anything to plug pal <laughs> well friday curveballs and chair shots new episode go listen maybe donald will be there maybe he won't maybe Tra- maybe tyler will fill in again but well what the hell Maybe Travis, maybe, maybe Travis, Travis will, will fill in if he wants to maybe travis fills in for the sports part tyler for the wrestling part who knows we'll, we'll figure it out let me know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be down in the bay after work on Friday. Look at that! You don't even have to do a Zoom podcast. You, could, oh my you guys could do an homage to your old days with Dominic, and you guys could both sit on your bed and record the podcast. Or we can just do it in his truck. Oh, even better! Yeah. All right, cheese. Thank you very much. Let's uh, let's get out of here. South and up from the north to the south, yeah, we stacking up from the hood to the hills. You can hear the sound, touch down, look around. How you like it now? What's up, baby? Ooh, yeah, I'm back, Mr. GRO with the brand new track. Knuckle up, Salem Hush, yeah, homeboy, let's go. Johnny Fresco, hotter than jalapeno. Posted in the IE, cops right behind me. Trap door to hell, like my boy Trevor Ty G. All up in your town with the ladies and no G's. How many down the ride for me? Yeah, yeah, organic, tactical, multiplying, fanatic. Don't trip, potato. Yep, I'm a sexy Hispanic From the hood to the hills Barbecue with the creeps I'm gonna sell a marijuana And a cold ass brew Watch for the crackheads Crazy ass knucklehead Show them who the best If they wanna contest Respect your neighborhood Wear cuz with pride Bob collide And represent your side From the west to the east To the south and up From the north to the south Yeah, we stacking up From the hood to the hills You can hear the sound Touchdown, look around How you like it now From the west to the east To the south and up From the north to the south Yeah, we stacking up from the east on the block where I stack it up Tryna move it up north, had to pack it up See ops on the block, had to clap it up No fakes if you lame, I ain't dapping up J-Row, King Hush, I'ma mack it up Got your girl low, low, how she back it up Had to eat it all up, I'ma snack it up K.O., now your baby like, bag it up I'm a west coast gang, bang, big watch, big chain Eastside, Trey, 461, same thing K Street, L Street, Blue Flag same gang, tap town, low end, loaded up, bang, bang, rip, walk, tiptoe, MJ, big blow, gold on my neck and my wrist got big snow, shot to the chest, now the track got mole, ole, I'ma make it hot, po, so From the west to the east to the south and up, from the north to the south, yeah, we stacking up, from the hood to the hills, you can hear the sound, touch down, look around, how you like it now, from the west to the east to the south and up, from the north to the south, yeah, we stacking up, from the hood to the hills, you can hear the sound, touch down, look around, how you like it now? Yeah. East, south, and up. Uh. South, stacking up. Oh, 